0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 10 of BombCast. I am your host, DK Dynamite, with our wonderful co-host, Fajardi. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I was a little bit confused for a second, because I saw uh, you were muted, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read your lips. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, perfect, it's been a, perfect, It's been a good last two weeks, and perfect. I'm sure we'll probably get into why we had to uh, take a break last week, but... yeah, uh,
0: absolutely, you know. my friend. And chat, my connection is being real dodgy today, so I'm really hoping that... Everything is clear on YouTube's end. I don't know what's going on tonight with my connection to the server, but I think we should be good to go, and yeah, I think we'll just start with what happened last week. So it has been a pretty hectic week. I would say since the start of Season 3 Reloaded, things got rough. I mean, the Reloaded update dropped, I made some content, streamed, but the outbreak easter egg took over my life for about a day, and I was planning on making a long, well, about, about a 32-minute zombies video, which I did, but... It took me about an extra day to get that done. Uh, yeah, I was considering restarting my internet before doing this podcast, but I don't know if I should do that now. I think, yeah, let me see. Let me know, Chad, if uh, I really need to restart my internet. I'll have to restart the whole stream, but I think we're good for now. Um, yeah, so <laughs> the outbreak easter to took over my life for a second, and I did not get the opportunity to take the video done when I wanted to, but took an extra day off on a two-day break. Uh, got the video done, but then we took off that Friday for Bombcast, not just because of the update, but my sleep schedule is all over the place, so I'm like, look, let's uh, let's go ahead and, and save episode 10 for next week, which is fine. Um, yeah, let me know, Chad, how is the connection? I hope it's not dodgy or anything, or too dodgy. I'm getting a lot of red meters on uh, OBS, so that's not good at all. I'm hoping everything's okay. Um, thank you, Ever, for the sub, my guy. But how you been feeling, man? How you been feeling since you started Reloaded? How's it been going?
1: You know what I? Um, I'm pretty sure we have this as a topic about talking about outbreak. But oh, yeah, yep. I, I kind of feel like that was like the main thing of Reloaded because other than that, I haven't I haven't played Standoff a lot. Um, I right. haven't got the baseball bat yet, but I have played a decent amount of Outbreak because I feel like they added a a decent amount in the Reloaded update. Oh yeah. And yeah, I've, I've been absolutely loving uh, that content on outbreak. Uh, extremely, extremely uh, enjoying it. Oh so, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. We're definitely going to dive into some Outbreak later, but I think for the most part, Reloaded has been the update I wanted it to be. I think it didn't feature anything major in terms of surprises, but it delivered on content that we were all hoping for and content that we were all looking forward to. But I think one big topic to start with is definitely the Season 4 cutscene, since that still has me a bit confused. Talked about it on my previous gameplay stream when Reloaded dropped, but with Season 4, I was like, wait a second usually we end up getting a outro cinematic cutscene towards the end of a season, but that's roughly like a week before the start of the next season. Because Reloaded dropped a little bit early this time around, we ended up getting the outro leaked online much sooner than expected, a whole month before the start of Season 4. So I was like, I wasn't ready for it. I'm like, wait a second, Reloaded just dropped. We already have a Season 4 teaser, and yeah, what do you know? People claim that the cutscene played for them when they booted up Warzone, they booted up Cold War. I still haven't seen it. I don't think you've seen it in-game. But other people have claimed that it has popped up. Um, and I'm like, that's that's a bit strange, man. Uh, wait, somebody said Echo Audio? That shouldn't be happening. I think everything's fine. Pretty positive everything's fine. Uh, yeah, so the, the Season 4 teaser cutscene was already playing for people. And I'm like, yeah, that's definitely, not, that's definitely not making sense to me. Because not everybody has seen it. Charlie Angel didn't even report on it. So... I was like, if Charlie Intel didn't post the cutscene, which they usually do when it drops, I'm like, is it considered official yet? Then TGR posted it. I'm like, all right. Ink Slasher covered it. I'm like, all right, I guess we're in safe waters, safe territory to talk about it. I covered it in a video. So, yeah, Chad, if you haven't seen the cutscene yet, the Gaming Revolution uploaded it about, what, a week and a half ago when it first leaked out. It's on his YouTube channel. You can check it out um as long as the audio is clear so this smoothly goes on to spotify and other platforms if the video is choppy because of the connection it's all right but as long as the audio is clear guys that's that's the point of our podcast tonight um but but yeah the cutscene really took me by surprise I mean what do you think about the fact that dunes and echelon maps that we were talking about since I want to say end of season one they've been saved for season four so Treyarch's pretty ahead of schedule it seems like with their dlc maps what do you think about that
1: well, I mean, yeah, we've there, there's been gameplay leaked uh, of both the maps. So that yeah. means they like you said, they're pretty ahead of schedule in terms of getting getting maps and content done. So I wouldn't be surprised if um, these next few seasons, these next few roadmaps we receive, um, there's going to be a lot more on them. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we get um, a lot more 66, uh, at least maybe two fire team or uh, what is it called? Combined arms map every every season. Right. Uh, I think, I mean, that's just being West's wishful thinking, but we have a, there's a lot of content on the pipeline that we have not received uh, that we know that's out there like Zoo and Weather Station and, and a lot of other things that that's essentially well, not ready to drop, but almost near but completion. Pretty much near completion. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that's something that they really get me because people out there, I mean, even including myself, I was like, wait a second, if we don't get a round based map after Berlin, it's going to seem like to me that COVID affected Treyarch more than expected. But the fact that on the multiplayer side of things, those maps have been laid down for a number of months in the pipeline. That kind of has me thinking that Treyarch has had a set plan since at least season one for the rest of the year and they're executing in the best way they can. So it seems like they know what they're doing. Then you tie it into my video last night where I'm like, all right, we had a leaker who I'm not going to name, but we had a leaker that was on a Call of Duty Discord server about, what was it? I think it was September, and he specifically leaked things that lined up with what the info was, which I reported on, TGR reported on about Cold War Zombies, DLC. He even said Berlin is season four. And you look back at that, I'm like, holy crap, he actually was on the money with that. How is that? (laughs) How did that happen? I mean, he was on the money with something that far along. And I'm like, that's, it blows my mind. So that tells you that, yeah, Treyarch is pretty much, as it seems, on the same plan that they wrote down, who knows when, maybe last summer. So that's why I have confidence in what they're doing with their DLC schedule. But in terms of the Season 4 cutscene now, I think the best part about it is that they confirm Africa. And I'm like, all right, Dunes is in Africa. It's in Angola. And that's why I always thought that Dunes was going to be an extension to Satellite. Like, you know, Sand Dunes past the area of Satellite. Just a little bit of that or some other buildings. Angola is also where Satellite is. So I'm like, all right, that's a little connection there. But they confirm Africa in general. That means a number of things. I mean, Dunes makes sense for combined arms now uh menendez may make an appearance maybe in season four or a bit later because that's where woods gets captured in the pre-black ops 2 story uh and then we have the map echelon which i believe there's areas in africa where that could be or it's in australia it's somewhere around the world but that cutscene pretty much solidifies that those maps are important and are coming next and chad if you want to see some gameplay of those maps uh a little a little sneak tip uh i won't put it on screen for obvious reasons but check the descriptions of some of my videos where i talk about those maps and you'll see what i'm talking about gameplay's already out there i mean the maps have been far along development for quite a while now but the reason i mentioned the early gameplay is because major news outlets out there have reported and shown the gameplay on some of their uh, some of their articles so worth bringing up real quick but what do you think about season four we're we gonna get an orange logo a purple logo i mean what do you think about that man
1: I, I really like I, I really like trying to predict these things because I mean obviously if you've seen the seen the channel, you look at the speed of the thumbnails. I, I've been going personally with a, a purple um, for the past yeah. few logos for season four.
0: Right.
1: And I mean I was right with season three about uh, about almost three weeks before the actual logo leaked. So I, I was guessing purple because we're gonna be we're gonna be getting a lot of zombie stuff in season four because we're starting it off strong with another Outbreak Easter egg, which I'm super excited about. Right. And then Season season 4 Reloaded is going to be a full round-based map, and there's going to be a new perk, probably a new field upgrade, more intel. It's, it's going to be crazy. So I think I, I, I really want it to be purple, because yeah. I think purple would be really sick.
0: And Chad, I brought this up in a couple previous videos. So I'm like, look, Season 4 has the potential to be what Operation Apocalypse Z was in Blackout or in Black Ops 4 two years ago, kind of a zombie-centric update, a zombie-centric season. And it's right around the time when Apocalypse Z e dropped anyway. So maybe Activision's like, hey, we did a zombies-themed operation at this point during Black Ops 4 cycle, and it worked. So let's do that again during the same the same moment during Cold War season. I mean, that could, that could be the case. So... If that's what they do, I'm like, it works out. You start off the season with The Outbreak, second quest, and then midway through the season, you drop Berlin. It could even it could even be before season four reloaded, they drop Berlin. You never know what their plan is with zombies, but that's why I'm like, and I put a community post out yesterday, zombies fans who haven't been satisfied, which I don't agree with because I think by this point, if you're not a fan of Cold War, then you're not a fan. I don't think Berlin or Double Tap's going to change your mind about that. But by this point, if you somehow weren't a fan of what's been offered, season four might be the season for you in terms of just zombies. Um, but on the multiplayer side of things too I'm, like, I'm really looking forward to those maps like Echelon and Dunes ones we've been talking about for a number of months Also one thing Oh my god Tyler dude The $50 Yo. dono Absolute legend my guy. Thank you so much buddy Really means a lot uh, He said hello DK how's it going It's going great I am just praying that this podcast stays up on YouTube Because the internet to OBS Or the connection to OBS is acting very dodgy But as long as you guys can hear the audio smoothly I don't mind the video being choppy It's alright this is going to go on the audio platforms anyway, like Spotify. But one thing I forgot to bring up at the start of the podcast is, yeah, I was also a bit under the weather. I think, uh, what, what's today? Friday. Starting on like Tuesday, Wednesday-ish, I started feeling a bit off, like, like a cold was coming on. It's not COVID, thank God. It's already going away. It was only like a two, three-day bug. It was weird. Um, my throat was acting funny. My sinus. Uh, it, it was weird, but I still managed to pull out some videos for you guys. I probably sounded a bit off in those videos, but hopefully you guys understand that. Uh, yeah, luckily it's not, it's not COVID or anything, so I should be all right. I got my first vaccine, so hopefully that helps me out, and you did too as well, Fajardi. So I think we're both uh, in good shape, health wise. <laughs> Let's keep that momentum going, my guys. Well,
1: I I never leave my house uh, I, a lot anyway,
0: so I, yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of you know dinners and you know some get-togethers here and there. <laughs> I mean, I take I take my girl to work every day, so I, I am out driving and whatnot. But I, I try not to go to big public venues or anything all that often, you know. But um Yeah, so in terms of Season 4, I'm like, it's looking like it's going to be a sharp season. June 17th is the start of it, so according to the Battle Pass, at least. So we're looking at marketing literally in the next week and a half. I mean, how crazy is that, dude? I mean, roughly, I would say at the latest, two weeks. We'll start getting, you know, some teasers on Twitter, a roadmap, maybe some cutscenes and trailers. Season three's marketing was a bit weird. I don't know if you agree with this. Season three's marketing was almost a bit yep. off for Cold War because of the revamp to Warzone. That kind of got more attention than... uh you know, what was going on in Cold War. I understand that. Can you guys speak about the ban bug that has been popping up every season, Reloaded? Yes. Activision is once again... Activision is once again... Let me pull that comment up. Once again, refusing to address the issue in order to get this addressed. You need more people talking about it. Lucas Bowman absolutely will. Speaking of Lucas Bowman, what happened to William Bowman, man? What's going on with... uh (laughs) <laughs> the man himself was teased during Pontex spawn. Never made an appearance. We'll talk about that too. Yeah, I should put on a topic list on, on my on my right. But we'll talk about the band wave in a little bit. Uh, yeah. So in terms of season four, I'm like, look, uh, it's looking like season three's marketing t- marketing schedule was a bit off because of Warzone the revamp for Dance Kitty Four. So they ended up marketing season three the day of launch i'm like what so it was a bit strange but i'm hoping season four is a bit different it goes back to like the season one and two styles of marketing you know activision is going to be at the summer games fest i think they're somehow appearing at e3 so that could be an opportunity to market season four multiplayer zombies Warzone, if anything so i'm hoping they go back to that route of just dropping some trailers before the launch of the season itself um but yeah that's that's kind of my take on season four what do you think in terms of community interest, do you think it'll skyrocket more in season four or are people kind of dropping off? I mean, what do you think about the interest in Cold right now? I think it's hotter than ever. I mean, that, that's just my opinion. But what do you think?
1: Um, I definitely, I agree with you. I definitely think the interest um, right now is higher than ever, especially with the outbreak egg dropping um, and like the if you, if you want to count Cold War as like the new Warzone map, then right. I, I think I think the interest in that is a lot heavier now, too, as well. Um, I'm just like, I'm just baffled that I'm actually kind of like impressed with Treyarch the way they've kind of been releasing content because they knew Outbreak was, they knew Outbreak was a huge stretch to release. It was something very different. And then to leave it with the leave it with only updating that for a couple months, kind of, I'm actually kind of glad they did that because I feel like if they didn't, um, I probably wouldn't have played and tried Outbreak like I have like I have and I wouldn't have enjoyed it like I like I am now. So yeah, it's actually like good you point.
0: Said, Oh, go ahead. Yeah.
1: going you say like you said that that, that leaker guy who predi- or didn't predict he he was told that Berlin's going to be season 4 all the way all the like a whole bunch of months ago. I feel like it was. Like, I really feel like it was their plan all along to get the community used to outbreak, right. and then and then drop the new round base map. I, I think that's. I think that, that's brilliant. That that that's some brilliant thinking though, because it's almost like Treyarch's like, all right, let's strategically drop this
0: new mode. It's very experimental, by the way, something we haven't done before. Let's strategically do it in a way where zombies fans specifically will almost be itching for new content, and then we give them this, and this might fulfill their needs. This might scratch their itch. So. Yeah, that was strategic. But then you look at, like, the multiplayer side of things with 6v6 content and whatnot, that's something that I don't think is going to be as easy of a transition to get people to try new things, if that makes sense. Because people are really stuck on 6v6. I get it. That's Call of Duty multiplayer, right? But then if they're not willing to try Fireteam, combine arms, the new modes, that's rough. But with Zombies... They're given so little, so it's almost like they have to try something like Outbreak. So, yeah, I think Treyarch's plan has been brilliant. And I think, you know, over the next couple of months, we'll see how, you know, the community's reception is to all of this and how it translates to future games, including COD 2023, Treyarch's next title. So, yeah, I think that's really interesting with how they've dropped content. But I also want to say it almost looks like they intended for Cold War to, again, be above and beyond what Black Ops 4 was, just how Black Ops 4 to them was above what Black Ops 3 was where Black Ops 3 you could say it arguably dropped the correct content but almost not as frequent. Black Ops 4 tried to be more frequent. May not have been the correct content though for most of the community. So Cold War trying to like balance that. Let's drop the right content at the right time but more frequently as well. So Cold War to me is again arguably the most updated Black Ops game in history. What do you think about what do you think about update-wise? Do you think it's insane we're getting weekly updates?
1: I mean, yeah, like, I I said it before and I say it again. I think it's I think it's almost comparable to the updates we're getting to to what people compare Fortnite to oh yeah um yeah. maybe not maybe not on, on like a, a war like with warzone but definitely with like you know you add a gun every every two weeks you know and then you have the big right. seasons the battle passes um yeah i, I think the content is completely fine i unless if you're if you're if you're speed running the content obviously when you're dropping it and then or when you drop the content you play for play it for four days straight i'm pretty sure you're you're gonna play all the content because you're you'll play it for however many 72 hours plus right so i mean for me i i haven't i've played a decent amount but i haven't played so much where i'm like i i can't yeah. stand this game anymore i'm, I'm playing like a, <laughs> i'm playing a healthy amount where yeah. i enjoy playing it yeah hop on for a few hours a few hours every day and i i literally love it i think I think that's the best way to um, digest the content. It's so funny you mentioned that.
0: For anybody out there who who may not have heard this before on a previous podcast, I've always said I'm looking for more time to play. Like, for example, this past week, I felt a bit off. You know, I was a bit feeling under the weather. I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to. I'm looking for time to play this game, to play the new content and whatnot. People out there are saying there isn't enough. And I'm like, how much time do you have to play this game? It blows my mind. It's like, do people out there, and yeah, the people out there that don't have a job or they live with their parents, I get it. You have more free time in your hands, so you're playing the game more. But I don't know, in terms of being an adult, having responsibilities or having a career or something, I'm looking for time to play the game. And people out there are saying that they're, they're, there's too much time and they don't know what to do. So I'm like, it's either you're speedrunning the content, right? It's either that. You're speedrunning the content for no reason. You're rushing through everything. Or you literally don't play other games and you have all the time in the world to play games. So COD is your main focus. like, And that could be a problem, but you can't blame the developers or the publishers of Call of Duty for, quote-unquote, lack of content if you're speedrunning everything. It's like you said, even at launch, right? At launch, I always look at the launch of a Call of Duty as very stressful. For me, it's like, where do you start? Do you start with the campaign, the multiplayer, the co-op mode? Where do you start You know, when a game drops? So for a Black Ops, where there's zombies in it, it's like, there's so much to do when the game drops. People out there are saying, oh, the game dropping no content. I'm like, dude, season one was teased before the game even dropped. And people are like, oh, they should have had it all. They should have had all the content on disc. Do people realize what that would do? You have all the content on disc, and then you don't have anything saved for DLC. I'd rather Treyarch drop the game in a solid state, which to me they did, d- under COVID as well, which is impressive. And then they they had a set schedule for exactly one content's dropping every couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks, and it just keeps the game fresh. That's the way it goes. So you look at, for example, Reloaded that just dropped, and people are like, "Where's the am 63 For some reason, people out there missed the blog post, or you know, missed the Charlie Intel tweets. They missed Farah's announcements. It was confirmed that pistol isn't dropping until in season, a couple weeks after Reloaded. So arguably, this upcoming Thursday or the week after is one that'll drop. People out there didn't know that. But if you wonder, oh, why are they spreading things out? You know, how do you keep the game alive for the next 20 plus days? I mean, the game will stay alive anyway, but. How do you really continue pushing updates that mean something until season four drops? And by doing that is splitting up, you know, the weapon releases, the bundles. Oh, they they could just drop every bundle in one day. And then the season, boom, that's it for the season. But they they spread it out, you know, every Thursday, Friday, Sunday, they drop a new bundle. That's to keep the game fresh, something new to talk about every week. And to me, that's smart. I think Activision realized that after probably getting tired of the usual model of like Black Ops 3, where it's, oh, one thing every three months. You know how ridiculous that sounds now in today's day and age? think about it a map pack drops and let's say you speed ran that content the multiplayer maps the new zombies map and you're done, really with that. done you're done after a day and you're done for three dude three months think about that math for a second you might get a new mode to multiplayer you know b- before the three months is up you might get a playlist update a new weapon in the black market that's it dude look at what we're getting now i mean it's like the, the community's getting more and it's somehow getting more entitled though it's like wh- how does that happen dude <laughs> how, do, how, do, how does that happen i, I don't get it but
1: I think the when people I, I hear some people say, Oh, drip feeding content, drip feeding content. Oh no. yeah. <laughs> when when there is an argument for that, obviously. Oh but yeah. Isn't... at the same at the same time, if like you just said, if you're if you're speed running content when you drops and you're playing it till five AM every single day, yeah. Um, then it's probably gonna get stale pretty quickly. I, I, I would I would imagine it would get stale really quickly. But you got you also gotta remember that this is a business the the game itself is the front for for activision as a business for call of duty right now so wouldn't it be smart to release things say every week or every two weeks like they're doing for player retention people keep people coming back and back and back i think that's just i don't don't know i don't see why people can get mad at that because it's literally better for everybody or better for the community as a whole to keep coming back
0: I think one thing to remember though is the, the difference between drip feeding and sporadically dropping content. There's an argument for drip feeding definitely because i we've seen that before where it's like something should have been out and it's not. And you could argue that with Modern Warfare, the soap bundle, the CX9. They must be saving that for like Modern Warfare 3 remastered. What I don't really care about the content anyway. It's like I don't play Modern Warfare, I can care less about soap, but you, you can argue like why were they why were why, why were maps like what was it? The new gunfight map and the new 6v6 map that dropped in Modern Warfare. Why were those maps done before Black Ops Cold War came out? Why were they just dropped recently? But then Soap and the CX9 weren't. Like, th- there's arguments there of like, why is that content being you know dripped to us a little bit, right? But when you look at sporadically dropping content, I think that's it, it's as long as you do it the right way, where it makes sense, where you're you're, you're I would say arguably. uh creatively saving content, you know, a, a, a bundle this week, a new weapon the next week after like if you're doing it the right way then yeah, I think it makes sense, but I think people out there have it good right now and if we didn't have it this way, if they were dropping everything in one to go, if they were blowing their load in one week, people will be complaining there's not enough. And I'm like, right now, you could say there's not enough, but at least you're you're kept happy every week with something new. So um we'll leave that at that, but uh, I think another big topic is Blackout 2.0. How's everybody feeling about Fire Team Elimination. I'm making a separate video talking about the updates the mode just got, likely tomorrow. So I just, I almost shed a tear. I'm like, Treyarch confirms that it's a love letter to Blackout fans. And I'm not, I was shocked that they acknowledged Blackout because it seems like ever since Warzone came into existence, Treyarch wasn't allowed to mention the word Blackout. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that way, but now it's like they acknowledged it, they said it. Um, and it confirms, yeah, that even though it's a Fire Team LTM, it truly is a traditional battle royale that has the mechanics of Blackout. That's all it is. If you're like, oh, where's my loadouts? Where's my this? Where's my pinging? It's like, go play Warzone, dude, if you want that. I I said that in a video a couple days ago. I made a review on it. I'm like, people out there, I saw tweeting about Blackout, like, oh, or about Fireteam Elimination. Why doesn't it have this? Why doesn't it have that? It's like, aren't you a Warzone content creator? Why don't you go play Warzone for that? This wasn't meant to be a Warzone clone on the Cold War engine. It's meant to be a love letter to Blackout fans with very simple Battle Royale mechanics. Because, I mean, in all honesty, dude, I mean, it's, it's controversial, I know, but... Loadouts in Warzone doesn't make me feel like I'm playing a battery out. It makes me feel like I'm playing this giant TDM or this giant free for all with a bunch of broken metas. Like at least in Blackout or Fireteam Illumination, uh, the MP5 is frustrating. Uh, I'll, I'll put it. Th- I'll put it at that. The MP5 is frustrating, right? They should probably change that to like a 1911 or a different weapon. I, I agree with that. Sure. But it, at least. You can see true skill being reflected when you're relying on ground loot, which is RNG. You can see who's truly good with any weapon in the game by relying on whatever you could find. Not, you know, working and camping to get your loadout and then using the most broken weapon in the game for the next three months while you play, you know, the Battle Royale. I, that's just my take, though. People can disagree with that. What I will say, though, for Devil's Advocate, is that loadouts do make Warzone unique compared to other Battle Royales. So I'll give that. I'll give them that. But what are your thoughts on fire team Elimination right now?
1: I'm I'm really enjoying. It. I was very I was very impressed with um, how it played. I believe in the blog post they said they wanted to be like the down but not out LTM from Blackout during yep. its life cycle. Yep. So I, I can definitely feel those vibes with the um, with the intensity of the mode and how fast paced it is. It's definitely yeah. it's definitely a huge changeup from all the battle royales we've seen um, in the past since Blackout, pretty much. Um, and uh, one thing I want to talk about is just how amazing how amazing the gas is the the uh, the zones. Yeah. I think that's. A, I know Vaughn tweeted it on Twitter. He said we're still working on a way to get rid of the conventional just circle coming in. And I think that's I think it's that's, that's one of the best things about the mode is the yeah is the storm. I absolutely love that. It's almost brilliant how Vaughn himself admits he's like, I want to do this multi-team
0: mode without a storm, like you said. And they kind of already did that with Dirty Bomb and, and Fireteam Hardpoint, they've already brought us 10 teams of four with different objectives aside from killing people and surviving a storm. They've already done it and they've proven that. So now I think the next step is something like Conquest, Domination, in a sense. Hard, uh, Fireteam Hardpoint's kind of like that already, I get it, but I think something like Domination on these big maps or just even another mode entirely that still has 10 teams of four, that would work fine. I saw some arguments of people that were like, oh, why is the elimination player count so low? And I'm like, again, are you expecting 100 players? I mean, on, a, on those small ass maps, I, 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 yeah, on the small, I, I don't get it. I'm like, if they had the Euro Mountains map drop, which I think is still going to happen, we'll get to that in a second. If that map drops, I think, arguably, with the size of how that map looks, that's a 250 player map. That's not 100 players, it's 250 for sure. That's what I think could fit on that. The Euro Mountains chat is every fire team map combined. I know my buddy Taco texted me earlier. He's like, What is the Euro Mountains? I forgot to reply back to him. I just got the text like 10 minutes ago. Uh, if you're watching this now, the Euro Mountains map is all of the fire team apps combined plus some new locations and underwater caves. And I was blown away. I was making a video the other day. I I was on the phone with Jerry with this. And I'm like, hold on a second. I just discovered the actual Euro mountains in Africa, Chat. The actual Euro mountains. In Africa? Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Or I'm sorry. The actual Euro mountains in Russia, I can't speak, uh, because it's a real-life location. There's underwater caves in the Euro mountains, and the cave is called the Orta. And I'm like, that's a real ironic name for a cave, considering the order is in Colder Zombies. So I'm like, is the Euro Mountains map coming to Fireteam? Is it coming to Warzone? Is it coming to Outbreak? I mean, where could this map drop in? So, you know, it's like you were saying, too. It's almost like these updates to Fireteam Elimination are testing the waters for eventually bringing that Elimination Euro Mountains map to the forefront. I mean, why would they be updating the Elimination mode so much now if they didn't care about it? Because... They had, what was it, Fireteam Endurance. They had Dirty Bomb Duos. They played well, but they never updated the modes or changed anything about them. Probably because they made yeah. changes. But Elimination, right away, they got feedback. And they said, in a couple days, let's do it. Let's figure it out. Let's, let's solve the problem. And they did. And Treyarch literally updated the mode a couple days after release. You know, it didn't launch on the best note because it was broken, buggy, crashing. So it, <laughs> the community wasn't out to a great start with the mode. But I think they definitely made sure that they kind of patched all those issues out and made sure that you know we had a, a strong
1: reception to it right away but i think um in the blog post the thing that really that really sparked my um my tinfoil hat with the earl mountains map coming in fold to black ops cold war as a fire team experience yeah was how they brought a blackout after yes after three plus years i'm not saying a word about it or two years about not bringing a word about it and that blog post they just had to say something about it right because i mean my theory is that they're testing they're testing this little elimination mode. They're right. gonna update it, make sure everything's working correct. I mean I would kind of like what you just said. They're gonna make sure make sure everything's working. You got the pings, you got this, you got that, and then they're gonna boom, drop the the huge fire team royale map. And then it's gonna be awesome. That's right. what I think. And then they'll drop the entire thing on outbreak. <laughs> I mean yeah and that's the thing too is like
0: I think I forgot who we were talking to. It might've been Eric during the last podcast. He's like, the reason why there's warping an outbreak is because zombies might not be able to handle a massive map like that going all at once. And I get that. Cause imagine the Euro mountains in an outbreak and you're able to just drive or swim or fly to each region. And there's out and there's, there's objectives in each region. Imagine how much has to be loaded in at once Probably wouldn't work, you know what I mean. But if it did work, hey, I'll take it. Imagine being able to swim from Sanatorium to fucking Galova or Duga to Ruka in in one game of zombies, and you don't have to warp or anything. But all the objectives are there waiting for you at each region. That that'd be wild, man. Could the game handle it? I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say it probably can't. But
1: hey, if it could, there's just I will take it. There's just way too much evidence that that the map exists than there is that, it, that it's have, not coming. Have, yeah yeah that's not coming yeah like there's i'm sure anyone can go find screenshots of like their every single location is pretty much finished
0: yeah but, in, in I mean, my yeah, in my video i think it was two days ago i i even bring that up but i'm like look these data miners who originally leaked the euro mountains map they've posted sharper and newer images of it which i can't show you guys on screen i'll put up a concept art if you guys want to see it but uh these data miners have found sharper and cleaner images so I'm like are they new have they updated have they updated the map since it originally leaked and then they're data mining it more why hasn't it been removed from the files of the game that's another question like why is it still in the files I mean it could have been used to just play test fire team and outbreak uh sure so who knows what the purpose was but looking at the future now it's like you said they mentioned blackout after two years. They clearly got the, the the green light from Activision to another battle royale in Cold War, which still surprises me. Somehow, Elimination isn't considered a conflict of interest with Verdansk. I'm like, all right, that's great because it's the best of both worlds. If you don't like Warzone, you got some Fireteam. If you do like if you do like Warzone, then you got that. I mean, it's you give people options. I mean, that that's great. So, you know, I, I think in terms of when it will drop, uh, my honest guess is. Maybe a season six surprise to really wrap up the season, end off Cold War with a bang. You drop that map in either Fire Team Warzone or what could be Outbreak. Outbreak is probably the least likely, just because I think having everything loaded in at once with all the zombies, the objectives, not having to warp that will probably break everything. I can't see that working too well. Treyarch said that Cold War was their first opportunity to do an open world experience for multiplayer and zombies. So well, Blackout technically was semi open world, but with Fire Team's a little bit different because the way they've adapted the mode, but. Uh, at least with zombies, it's their first iteration where they're able to say, "All right, the game can handle this. Let's do it." So with that being said, it's almost like now is the perfect opportunity to do the Big Euro Mountains map for one of the modes. Now is the best opportunity to do Green Run and Outbreak the way it was supposed to be done in Black Ops Two. I mean, now is the time to do that. Um, but in terms of putting it in Warzone, I'm almost leading towards yeah, it'll probably be in Fire Team at the end of the day because. The fact that they want really to think-
1: compete with itself, yeah, for some
0: reason, yeah, yeah, that might compete with itself for no reason at all. Although I would be curious to see how the fire team locations would look on the Warzone engine. What do you think about that? How would Ruka and fucking Duga look on the Modern Warfare side of things, right? With that engine, those graphics, that movement, I'd be down to see it. As I don't have an issue with Warzone's movement or the gameplay. I just for dance, I'm not the big fan of, but you know, power grab I've been having a great time with really addicted to that. I love rebirth. So I'd be out to see a Treyarch map, in, you know, on the Warzone engine, but you know, what do you think?
1: Uh, I think that that might just ruin. I think it might ruin the, uh, the special like spark it has, because I feel like a lot, a lot that has to make the, the fire team maps like great, like Glova Glova has amazing lighting, sanatorium just amazing all around. Yeah. Ruka Ruka just looks beautiful with all the, the colorful trees. Right. Yeah, I can go on and on. But I, I feel like when you when you transfer that to a different engine, I, I think it might lose a lot of what makes it special. Right. And um that, that's why I feel like, you know, just screw it. Just call it Fire Team Blackout and drop it the entire map that yeah that would be so sick
0: yeah i know fire team blackout i mean fire team royales is, is a is a name of the mode that i think sticks really well but you know you made the custom logo for it you guys can see it in the thumbnail below me fire team royale i love i love the, the sound of that the, the ring that it has fire team royale but fire to elimination it's like whatever it works it does its job but you know fire team blackout imagine that dude that that would blow people's minds i mean people have said even if they weren't a fan of blackout they're like why don't you just port the whole blackout map to warzone just see how that would play i'm like that could work but i don't know if they're down to do that because for dance seems to be their focus right now for the foreseeable future of warzone so i don't think they're gonna try to drop another big map on that scale in that game but hey euro mountains could drop underwater caves i mean that that's to me that's innovation that we've never seen in a call of duty battle royale or a call of duty map underwater experiences on a big scale like that i mean the most the closest we've seen to that is like underwater areas of multiplayer maps some zombies but some and like blackout
1: and like the rivers in blackout. Yeah, blackout like
0: of the rivers, but imagine being able to go underwater, deep as hell. to, like a secret cave, and there's a fucking boss fight or an Easter egg, a mystery box. I'm like, that that that's the beauty, man. That's the beauty that Cher could bring to the table with with a battle royale like that. Um, and like I said. last point on warzone here with the new power grab mode i've really been enjoying that for the 80s event i really do enjoy the new power grab i've been playing more of a dance than ever more than rebirth surprisingly since reloaded dropped and what i noticed is that i think what sparks my interest with power grab is that there's more to do besides killing enemies right power grab allows you to grab tags you know get free streaks get free specialist perks you know you can do the objectives at nakatomi plaza you can go for this go for that there's more to do and I have more fun with that. When there's more to do, just like Blackout, character missions, you know, Easter eggs, Wonder Weapons, boss fights, when you have that presented to you, I'm like, all right, I have motivation to do that in-game, then go for the win after that. Versus just repeating myself every fucking day trying to win a game by getting kills against hackers, cheaters, modders, fucking people exploiting broken weapons and metas. That's the way I look at it. So, you know, Warzone's getting closer to Blackout th- than I was hoping for in terms of side objectives, side Easter eggs. And I think with the Treyarch integration, in Warzone, we're seeing more locations being added, more to do. So I think Treyarch's integration has been better than ever. People out there argue that, oh, I ruined Warzone, ruined the meta. And I'm like, I think Treyarch's been, or Treyarch and Raven together, have dramatically changed Warzone for the better, just improving in every way possible.
1: But, I mean, but what people don't understand is that metas and video games aren't good for developers because it just means that whatever they add will immediately be overshadowed by the the big meta that's currently going on. So yeah. When when a meta changes in the game, people see that as a good thing that they can actually use something else. Yeah. Other than other than a Hauer, other than an FFAR. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that, I think that's a good thing. Right. It actually challenges people to uh, use something else than a gun that has the highest multiplier damage, headshot multiplier and, damage.
0: And I don't even want to blame content creators for creating metas or whatnot, but obviously when a content creator has a lot of influence over the community with hundreds of thousands of views, millions of followers, if they say this weapon's good. What do you think's going to happen, right? I'm not trying to blame them or say they're ruining the game at all. That's not what I mean, but that just naturally happens. You have a popular creator who plays the game full-time and says this weapon's worth using, guys, go for it. Here's the loadout. What do you think's going to happen the day the day after that video goes live? Everyone's going to be using that. It's for the time being. So, it, it's kind of a never-ending cycle of of meta issues. <laughs> but like you said, it's like what do you expect in a free-to-play battle royale, sitting with the cheating and the hacking and all that BS? The anti-cheat can only be so good. But when the game's free to play, people are making countless, you know, new accounts every couple of minutes, no penalties, you don't have to pay a fee. So, of course, no matter what the anti-cheat looks like, which one exists, it may not be that great, but one exists. But regardless, with all the free accounts being made, it's like there's only so much Activision could do at this point to, to prevent that. Sure, more can probably go into an anti-cheat, more can go into security measures and, you know, making sure they take down websites that offer these cheats and hacks. Sure, I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. But when the game's free to play, that just creates a countless amount of issues that we can't even go through in a single podcast alone there's just so many problems that comes with that but hey what would you rather have pay for the damn game or have it be free to play look at blackout do you remember any hacking in blackout besides like under the map glitches and whatnot we never saw hacking nah. i remember seeing i remember seeing under the map exploits where people found like a hole in the ground or some shit they had tanks under the floor or they had like some weird bugs with the exosuits i saw a couple of weird things in blackout but there wasn't crossplay there wasn't free to play access so you saw less of that that That's to be proof enough that, again, <laughs> you're not going to see that much hacking when, you know, when the game's not free. Uh, thank you, Abdullah. Do you think the Battle Pass is the worst gaming trend in recent years? Do you think Battle Pass is the worst gaming trend in recent years? And what was that last part? Let me wait till it comes up. I should have Streamlabs open, but I closed it by mistake. Uh, it took all the I fun had- from games. I see. Well, you, you, uh, st- I you start want- with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I feel like... i I don't understand um i mean for me personally i think battle passes are 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 a great system in games i don't think it's i don't think it's ruined anything because if anything it's made uh it's made free content or not free content but kind of quote-unquote cheap content more accessible to people that don't want to spend 30 dollars on cod points every time a new bundle comes out so for example the new battle passes just came out uh for season three absolutely insane you get Reactives, Mastercrafts, right. uh, and, and Operator, which is, is a crazy amount of combo. It's all for 1300 or however much it is. So I think I think it's a great system to uh, to have in, in Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, you look at the Blackout Battle Pass or system. Or in, any game. in each, any game. Yeah, each one was free in Blackout. Irreparation Drop It was a free update. You have free 100 tiers or more of content. That was awesome. But people preferred the Modern Warfare Battle Pass system more than anything. That's what Activision's numbers told them. So they went with the Modern Warfare model, which is you pay 10 bucks for a battle pass, you earn the equivalent of that in COD points by the end of the pass, so you buy the next one for free. Obviously nobody really does that, everybody probably spends those COD points on bundles or other things, but it's a fair system. I think that it just keeps the game energetic, there's something to work towards. I think that's the problem with, with COD these days, and I think Cold War has kind of solved that problem, Modern Warfare did, I think Blackout did, is... Giving players more to do, more to work for than just the typical camos, typical calling cards, or just typical gameplay, having rewards to work towards, I think is, is the best way to go about it. And Black Ops Three Zombies, for example, I always regard the success of that game as kind of the uh, kind of earnable uh, currency. Yeah, the earnable currency. It was kind of uh, a direct, uh, a direct effect of the earnable currency in Black Ops Three with liquid divinium, the gobble gums. Black Ops 3 Zombies may have been great. You can think that all you want. But the currency alone that you work towards every match was enough to keep people playing the game. Whereas Colder Zombies doesn't have that. But if it did, I mean, it kind of does with the Crystals, but you run out after a while because you unlock everything. But if Colder Zombies had that, I guarantee you, you'd see a change in heart with a lot of people out there saying that there isn't enough to do in Zombies anymore. But multiplayer, I've said it, you know, since Black Ops 4, Black Ops 3, as... As predatory as you can say that system was in Black Ops 3, a bit of Black Ops 4 with the reserves, supply drops, crypto keys, it gave you something to work towards. So if they had a system like that in Cold War where you can somehow unlock a currency to get bundles for free, that would passed a lot of players. Because right now, the only way you can get bundles is through spending money. That doesn't really that doesn't really make a lot of people happy. So if they found a way to fix that,
1: which I think they could, but I don't know if they will. I mean, Black Ops 4 is a... I think Black Ops 4 is, is literally... A, probably the best mtx you're gonna see in, in any video game i i'm just gonna say in any video game because that was so perfect you could yeah. either when bundles come to the shop you can either pay for it, pay with it with cod points right or you can trade it for cases and then c- cases were grindable through earning every single tier after you completed the free battle pass or through the daily challenges and it would only be like 50 cases or something which which is like if you <laughs> if you're going on and playing every day it will take like Maybe three days of completing your challenges. And Bro, not even, dude. Day.
0: If you're speedrunning the game the way people have been doing lately, if you're speedrunning the game and you have all the time in the world to play, it blows my mind. People like that were still complaining about, oh, it takes too long to get cases. Like, what? Do you not play every mode where the contracts were in Black Ops 4? You can get free cases every day. I mean, that's the thing, right? They'll say it takes too long to get the cases. But then they'll say there's not enough content to play in Cold War. It's like, pick pick your pick your poison, dude. You, you know, do you want a, a grindable system that takes you a while to earn things? Or, do, or, or are you still going to complain there's not enough content and you have nothing to play? It's like, what huh? like, How does that work, dude? There's not enough to play, but then you don't put enough time to earn something. It's like, I, I don't get that. I don't get that. It's like the complaining that never made sense to begin with about the Black Ops 4 Black Market revamp. Which, to be fair, a lot of people didn't even know existed because they, they hopped off Black Ops 4 after like... The summer and whatnot but when that's dropped i was like yo this is the future but unfortunately <laughs> it wasn't because people out there weren't praising it as much as modern warfare's model but that mm. model was great man
1: even I, I personally think even before the revamp it was still better than a lot of things we've seen especially with um like just w- with cases w- with cases being able to just open up supply drops and uh, being earned i think that's just yeah i don't know this is good. I, As much as I like Black Ops 4, I, I still think Black Ops Cold War is a better game. Oh, yeah. Right? No,
0: I, I've always said this too. I'm like, maybe I'm just a... i am just I mean, people will say, oh, Simp or or, or uh, Soy Boy. And, and it, people have all these terms for me whenever I talk positively about Cold War. And I'm like, look, dude, is it is it wrong to just look ahead at what the new games are doing and being excited about what's newly being offered? Is it wrong to not look back and say, I want to go back to those days? Is it wrong to say, I want to look ahead and look at what could be? You know, it's like people out there very disrespectful with that in comments lately it's like you know you talk positively about about a game you're a fanboy you're a shill you're a soy boy but then you talk negatively about the game they might like and you're the worst person in the world it's like where is the line being drawn because it's like i said earlier people don't know difference between constructive criticism and harassment there's a big difference in that and we're going to get to that perfectly and who are these people today chad a lot of comments that you're going to laugh at i couldn't believe some of the comments i got we're going to go through some of them i have too many to go through so we're going to save some for next week but People out there don't know the difference between those two words. It's like constructive criticism, harassment, you know, big difference. There's a real big difference in that. Um, But let's jump into the outbreak Easter egg now. So I'll I'll let you start with your thoughts on the quest. I mean, it really blew my mind. It surpassed my expectations 100%. So we'll go with your thoughts first and then I'll I'll go into what I'm thinking about it.
1: Uh, So I didn't actually attempt the Easter egg until a few days after it was was, um, completed with you for the first time. And... uh, I, I think it's I think it's a perfect equilibrium of uh, of what an Easter egg should be I think it's what everyone's been asking for. Oh, it's yeah. it's hard enough as a challenge. It's hard enough to where it would be a challenge, but it's easy enough to replicate without having to search for anything. Um outside of like or, or say on YouTube. Uh, that's what I think I really think they hit the mark on that. It's fun, it's hard, and it's and it's easy to replicate. I I think that's it's literally perfect and the boss fights amazing too.
0: <laughs> yeah no i completely agree i completely agree and uh one thing with me at least was and again somebody out there in chat was asking why there was no bombcast last friday we went over at the beginning of the stream so two reasons actually one reloaded just overwhelmed me in a good way i wasn't stressed out like in a, in a negative way but my sleep schedule was all over the place i was like holy crap i couldn't even function and i took it took me nine attempts to get the outbreak egg done because of crashing and some other issues it wasn't the quest itself that i was having problems with probably died in the boss fight like twice but Again, you live and learn. The real issue was the crashing. Um, and I had a, I had a long zombies video planned that I took an extra day to, to work on after beating the Outbreak Quest. So the Outbreak Quest taking me so long to beat kind of delayed the podcast and the video I was making. That, that's what happened last week. But um, once the quest was beaten, I'm like, holy crap, dude. The quest itself, it's like you said, the steps before the boss are steps that I see people watching a guide on once and remembering it perfectly after that. That's how... I don't know if the word fun is the one that works, but that's how memorable the steps are. That's how reasonable they are. I mean, they're not complicated or tedious. Very simple to remember. And I think definitely work for, like Treyarch said, this semi-open world mode where things could get complicated. I mean, you're going from region to region. Spawns are different in every region for certain things. So I think the steps are very, very uh, casual friendly. And that's what I said before. We said this in how many podcasts before this. I'm like, look, as long as you have... A casual quest with a difficult boss fight it evens out because the steps themselves could be easy for new players to jump onto. but then if the boss fight is difficult it motivates the player to get better at the game learn new strategies and it also creates that replayability that the rise and drag had with semi-difficult boss fights where things could go wrong if that makes any sense so when you have that that balance it works Because you're like, oh, I want to do the boss fight today. Let me do these easy-ass steps. Take me, like, half hour. Then I get to the boss fight again. Learn a new strategy. Let's do this. Let's do that. Perfect. And Treyarch themselves confirmed this. Kevin Drew, an expert designer at Treyarch. I ran over this in a previous video. He himself said they wanted to have that balance. And I think that was a direct uh, response to the community saying that D-Machina and Firebase were too easy. And and that leads me to a good topic. I'm like, wait a second. People are saying those maps are too easy. They weren't fun. Not replayable. But then you give them something more challenging and it's too hard. I'm like, people have to pick what, what they're looking for here. Because Black Ops 3, in my opinion, had that balance for maps like DE, even Zetsubo, Garrod. Revelations, not so much because that, that quest is a bit AIDS, you know. <laughs> some of the steps are just annoying. But at least the first three maps, right, DE through Garrod, you had some relatively memorable steps, which people out there do like. And then you had relatively difficult bosses, Zetsuo well, not so much, but DE and Garad. the bosses were difficult enough to where they were replayable, challenging. Uh, you know, you could say uh, bosses that you really wanted to play again at some point. You wish there was a boss battles mode in, the, in that game because of those bosses. But you look at Outbreak's quest, and to me, it's gone above and beyond what DE, or excuse me, what D-Machina and Firebase offered. I like the quest better in Outbreak than, than the first two zombies maps, man. I mean, that's what I'm looking at with it.
1: Uh, I think... Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I, I remember a, a lot of people were saying during BO4, I'm sure you recall it too, um, where they said where the Easter egg um, or the Easter egg slash story intruded upon too much of the gameplay. Yeah. Like for example, if you wanted to do anything, you'd have to do like have the Easter egg, you know?
0: Right, right.
1: And an outbreak, <laughs> an outbreak, you literally have to choose whether, you, whether or not you want to do the Easter egg or not. Like literally when you get to round three, you... You pick the the max the call maxes thing on the, on the whatever it is the beacon, and right. so that it's literally just like if you want to do the Easter egg, you can go do the Easter egg, but if you don't you can just you know keep, keep going it won't, it won't it won't affect anything so I right. think that's brilliant as well
0: and it's so funny It goes exactly back and this keeps coming up all the time but it makes sense every new Treyarch title is a direct response to their previous title in terms of feedback changes updates innovation. Like you said, Black Ops 4, people were saying, the quests are too hard, too tedious, too many steps, not replayable, it's intruding on the story, it's not It's not gameplay driven, it's story driven. What the hell did Cold War do? They did exactly the opposite on purpose, not because they want to, you know, annoy the community. The community was complaining, it seems like a majority of the community was complaining during Black Ops 4 to where it made Activision say, you got to make those changes in your next game, and they did casual Machina, casual firebase easy ass bosses if not any at all outbreak took it up a notch to kind of prove to people that treyer could make difficult quests people were complaining about difficulty of it so i'm like what? <laughs> how, how do they win how, they, they can't that's the problem but and, and it's you know i see this around multiplayer war zone i see this in other communities too with you know asking for something and then not being happy when it's given but zombies specifically man it, it really really boils my blood sometimes man. It really gets on my nerves with the, with the, the hypocrisy and the double standards people just don't know what the hell they want, man. It's like, you want BO3, you want BO3, and it's like, I guarantee, if they give you BO3 right now with three-month gaps in between maps, it'd be worse. It'd be way worse. You get BO3 in today's day and age with the jetpacks and multiplayer, with, you know, a lack of any other mode in BO3 zombies, bro, that's not gonna work today. It wouldn't. Nope. <laughs> it's, it, it's like, I, I don't know, man. People, it, It's like I said, people either weren't there to know what those games were like, or, or they just miss being a certain age when those games are out. I put a tweet out about this the other day. I'm like, people don't actually miss Black Ops 3 all that much. I can guarantee you that. They miss being, you know, a teenager. They miss having no responsibilities, having no job, living for free, being able to play more throughout the day, having their friends who used to play the game get on every day. You know, people miss that memory. They miss that nostalgia. They miss that feeling of being a kid again more than the game itself. At least that's what I think. <laughs> that's what it looks like at least because people out there are literally lying about lack of content in this game it just surprises me i put a tweet on about it i'm serious i'm like look if you want to say you like a certain game better you're entitled to your opinion everybody has an asshole everybody has an opinion that's something that you can't dispute right everybody has one but when you literally go out of your way to lie and say this game has no content because it's not the content that you want. I mean, it's, just <laughs> it's just not true. It's just not true. Again, maybe you don't like something, fine. But people act like their opinions, or even their grouped opinions, right, that they see on Reddit or Twitter, they think that reflects the entire community. Again, the vocal minority doesn't, repre- doesn't represent the majority of the player base. It just doesn't, according to Activision's numbers. And, and what do we have to say about that? Activision's investors call literally said, And I'm going to ask you for your point that we talked about yesterday in a second. Activision's investors call literally confirmed that Outbreak's player count has given Activision the highest Zombies player count ever of all time. So you could say Outbreak is the most successful Zombies DLC ever made. So what do you have to say about the people that that are claiming that Activision was lying during that phone call? I mean, what?
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, it's highly illegal. Um, yeah. I believe it. I forget what the law was called, but it's something like securities, uh, security something. Yeah, yeah. But basically, what it entails, I mean, the, first of all, the punishment for it—it's found in like I think like subsection 10b of the Exchange Act or something like that. Yeah, uh, don't don't quote me on that. But uh, the the um consequences for it—if you get caught for doing it—are like crazy, like 20 years in prison, five million dollar fine. Uh, a lot. It's 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 pretty serious. So if you're and all of that, what, to lying investors about about player count numbers for for outbreak. Like I I don't, I don't get where these people are. Bro, a- where
0: are coming from? Activists is going to get fined five mil for lying about zombies player count numbers. How does that sound? Does that make sense to you? Does, does that make? It's any almost not sense? even
1: worth it. It's not even worth it's it. It's almost like, like it, it if, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna lie about something, lie about lie about like i don't know not not something like that i don't know i i just can't believe it i can't believe people I, um would yeah. go, go to those lengths and say yeah I mean, you know it, what yeah this company is this company is committing a felon right i, I will not believe these statistics i, I mean no, it's, but it's that, that just
0: shows you chad that is clear as day evidence strong rock solid evidence that people out there genuinely believe their opinion is above and beyond anything that's factual. I've taught people many times in the past, people out there I know personally, that if you present them with document proof from a fucking court, stamped by a judge, they still wouldn't believe it. People like that literally exist. And again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but think about that. If you presented facts from companies, lawyers, judges, and you still don't believe that, there's something wrong there. (laughs) There's something actually wrong there. So it's like I was saying before, you know, you want to if you want to just not believe Activision when they say that Outbreak's the most successful zombies. Okay, you're entitled to that. But when you try to back that up and argue it against other people with facts on their back, it's like where are you going to go with that? It's not going anywhere. You look at Activision's earnings call, and it's like I, I'm still dying from that comment I got on stream. I streamed the investors call a couple of weeks ago. I'm still dying from a comment I saw. They were like. Why are they talking about money? Where's the DLC2 info? I'm like, is this a zombie's fucking stream, dude? <laughs> or is this an investor's call for a billion-dollar corporation? Blew my mind, bro. It's like the, the lack of understanding from some people. I just, it gets me, man. I, I, again, I'm not trying to call people out. I'm not trying to be rude. You know, I had somebody out there who came onto my comments recently who was like, oh, who are these people? Your segment on the podcast is belittling viewers. I'm like, those aren't viewers. Those are harassing, toxic human beings. They comment false information for their gain. Those aren't viewers or fans. And and to me, the segment what it does is it parodies these and, and makes fun of negative comments, trying to make some light out of a negative situation. If that if that makes sense, it's not meant to call people out by name and harass them or send hate their way. It's not. That's not what it is. It's not. It's like a hate mail segment where we make fun of shitty comments I get. That and somebody out there who genuinely thought that I'm like that's crazy. The lack of understanding of how anything works. I mean, it just it blew my mind. But.
1: It, you know, what were we gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say that guest user uh, in chat said um, that S- the SEC regulation Fair Disclosure Act. They do have a safe harbor if the info is wrong, but they were acting in good faith and didn't know the info was wrong. Uh, I'm not sure if you're saying if you're saying Activision was saying like the info was wrong, but in good faith. But I'm pretty sure I mean, a- Activision that. Activision has a good track record. Uh, Like they've never been exposed for lying on an investor's call.
0: Guest user, I really appreciate that comment because that that actually- I appreciate the
1: comment as well. That's a
0: great way to put devil's advocate because what I will tell you, I'll tell you this, I said this before, if you guys remember this, if you guys have been with this channel for a number of months, remember me saying this a while ago, you know what happens whenever they talk about a new Call of Duty game, right? For example, COD 2021, Activision might say the game is looking sharp on pace for a good release. They're happy with how it looks behind the scenes. They may be acting in good faith when saying that if the game is doing shit behind the scenes, you know what I mean. So Blackout Four might have been an example of that, where development wasn't going great behind the scenes. But Activision, on an investor's call, said that development looked good. Blackout was looking promising. You know they're looking forward to the zombies, even though the game released broken in, in the state that it was in. That could be a good example of them acting in good faith. That I will say. In terms of the statistics, though, with the player count and outbreak. That's something I wouldn't really go as far as to say they would act in good faith about. But maybe the Warzone player count is something they would say that about. Because I think it was Jeff Leach or somebody recently, a voice actor, said this on a stream or some tweet. They were like, wait wait a second. You know, if Activision says there's 100 million players playing Warzone, does that mean 100 million players made an account and played it? Or is that active users this month or this year? See, that's, that's that could be them acting in good faith kind of kind of playing with their words a little bit or statistic is true to an extent, but not reflecting on what we think it probably means. You know, hopefully that, hopefully that makes things
1: clear. That's kind of what I'm thinking as well. And and, and then guest user followed up and said, um, in fact, division puts out info that is wrong, but they didn't know at the time and we're operating under good faith and they can't be held liable. Uh, I do agree with that point. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, if, if you're coming, if you're coming to an investor's call with, with bang highest battle pass sales highest player count 1.38 billion dollars in mtx sales um th- right. you don't just you don't just come up with that um you know you, you there has to be some type of statistic backing about
0: yeah c- c- connect the dots there right that makes total sense when it's like all oh, right if the outbreak yep. player counts this high surely more money's being earned surely other modes are successful as well and and they are so i think that definitely makes a lot of sense when you tie all that together.
1: Um, one thing about outbreak i want to say is that um before we because i feel like we're going to move on from outbreak and we kind of we kind of moved away from Outbreak. i know yeah
0: yeah cover it as much as you want (laughs)
1: um yeah just that with all the the, with all the free weekends uh with all the free weekends they're giving i see a lot of people or see i see some people saying that oh it must not be doing good the player count must be like low so activision must be lying about this because they're doing giving away for free right um I think it's i think that's purely they're testing the waters for making outbreak completely free to play uh just like Warzone is and i think that right. i think that's that, i think that's the next step for uh for for zombies is free to play in general I, I know eric uh i think eric said some stuff about that on bombcast uh last week i, I, I believe I, he did i believe he did i think uh i think
0: i'd be shocked if outbreak doesn't go completely free to play To a point where, like I said before, it's a separate application that maybe other developers add things to, but at the very least just Treyarch, where it's an application on its own, you know, gives you kind of a taste of what Zombies feels like for that era, for that game. New regions get added, easter eggs, side quests, the works, and then if you want to play round-based maps, you want to play, you know, other Zombies, LTMs, you buy a full copy of the new Black Ops. They can even go as far as to make all of zombies free to play. But at the same time, it's like, then where's the value in your new Call of Duties, right? You got to have some value for your games. Keep something locked behind the paywall, right? Something behind the disc. You know, in a perfect world, everything's free, chat. Everybody wants everything free. Everyone wants free games. But then, you know, to, to what cost, right? More microtransactions in your face, more content locked behind bundles, so I'd rather have the balance we have now, where it's like, all right, you got some free elements here, paid elements there. Let's kind of have a nice gray area in between, you know, where we kind of meet in the middle and are happy with everything. That's kind of what I'm looking at. But
1: um, just one, just one yeah. thing. I saw, I saw a base department in chat. Great name, by the way. Um, <laughs> base department, I love it. I, I said, you said that I actually bought Cold War after trying it for free. It's a marketing scheme. I'm guessing you, you probably bought it on sale as well. Um, because that's what they do. They release it for free. They put the game on sale for a week after it, or right. during, or during the full free week, and then like a couple days after, to to get people to buy it. And I, I, you're right. It is a marketing scheme. It's a very smart one.
0: I well. I honestly only remember like one free trial event for Modern Warfare. I can't remember. I can't remember very many that they did. But I definitely think, like you said, it's not just because oh player count's probably low. I don't think that's the case that was at right. all.
1: I was At- right as well. He bought it. He bought it on sale. He so. bought it on
0: sale. Yeah. Activision and their they earnings call. Up. Oh yeah. Activision and their earnings call is literally telling people that their player count's higher than ever. It's the most successful black ops. They have, you know, the most sold battle passes with Cold War. So that tells you Cold War is doing well. If they're doing more free trials on top of that, they're trying to get more players in, obviously. But specifically the outbreak part, it was not just a multiplayer access or, or something like that, or a campaign free access or anything like that, or D Machina Firebase. Outbreak. So clearly, they're trying something out with that. (laughs) They really want to see how that does. And it's clearly working for them for doing more of them. So yeah, I would not be shocked if Outbreak was free to play completely in the next year, which may work in everybody's favor. If you're not a fan of Outbreak, maybe Treyarch gets a separate team in their division to work on Outbreak standalone application. And then Treyarch themselves keep working on round-based maps or other things, multiplayer campaign. Let's see how that would work. Because with Warzone, it seems to be working fine. That free-to-play model is something that Activision really wants to do more with. Cod mobile has been doing well with it warzone i'm pretty sure outbreak is next and i wouldn't go as far i wouldn't be surprised to see something like in warzone one day a small multiplayer mode like a small tdm limited maps limited weapons more free-to-play access like that makes sense to me think active is looking to expand on that in the next few years but uh yeah any any other thoughts on the free access my friend or did we kind of i think we kind of covered that pretty well let me see. I think, we, yeah, I, think we, I think
1: we've covered that pretty well. Yeah, it
0: ends on June 1st, I believe. Let me pull up the tweet. It will be from. Why am I struggling to find the image of it? I think it ends June 1st. Let me pull up the image real quick. Uh, yes, May 27 to June 1st, chat, is free access multiplayer and Outbreak. You get to enjoy the new 80s action heroes modes in multiplayer, standoff, Nuketown, and then, of course, all of Outbreak. And even on if you have a PlayStation, that's also awesome. So I think that's fantastic. Um. Yep. Yeah, I also wanted to announce the Season 3 Battle Pass winner here on tonight's podcast. People out there were like, oh, the, the season's almost over. Why give away that Battle Pass? I'll do another one for Season 4 at the start of the season. Don't you worry. I got inspired to do it once they announced uh, Battle Pass gifting through the Call of Duty app. You have to be friends with somebody for 14 days before gifting them. So what I'm probably going to do this time is just send them money on PayPal or Venmo cash app so they can buy the COD points for the Battle Pass. Season 4, though, when the season starts, I'll announce the giveaway and then be able to gift you with it on the Call of Duty Companion app if you have me added on my Activision ID. I'll put that in chat right now in case you guys don't have me added. Send me a request. I'll try to get to as many as possible when I can. But the winner of the free Season 3 Battle Pass is somebody by the name of Savage Gamer. Savage Gaming um i i know exactly what your profile picture looks like so i'll definitely find you in the comments if you don't see this podcast or have heard about this announcement i'll tweet it out as well later i'll put in a community post i'll try to make this clear i'll try to get back to me by this weekend and we'll arrange a way to get you your cod points to get you the season three battle pass so again people out there if you're like wait nobody has the, you know people on the battle pass yet i'm like yeah there's people out there that haven't bought it people out there that either can't afford it or are going through rough times again i'm grateful i'm able to be in a position to, to provide that for somebody so i'll doing more giveaways i want to do more of them as often as possible you know kind of getting to know you guys more interact with you more that's the point of the podcast the point of my streams on you know every other sunday i try getting to know you guys more and just connecting with the audience besides just making videos and providing you information um is ramble worth it somebody asked that in chat i would say the McLean bundles better than the ramble one but you know it, it's all up to you know your preference of what you want for finishing moves or the the weapons or depends on what, what you're going for there but i personally prefer the mclean bundle uh definitely loving it been using it since the start of reloaded um yeah so if savage gamer is watching this podcast he is the winner of the free season three battle pass i'll find him in the comments i saw him in a comment in my previous video so i'll go ahead and get him notified asap and let's see what else we have here they nerfed the Guns and Zombies, and it's looking like Double Tap will come out Season 4. Yeah, I think that makes sense, right? I think that's another trade-off. If you nerf the weapons, I mean, they buffed most of them you know, for higher rounds, but they also nerfed a few, too. So I think Double Tap's going to even all that out and make it all make sense by the time the next season rolls around. So w- wouldn't be surprised about that. I changed my username heads up. Dude, that's actually really funny, man. <laughs> Tell me about that free battle pass. I love that uh Ramon looks a bit weird but still really cool i mean yeah i don't know how perfect they could have gotten his his model to look i mean what do you expect sylvester's not you know in his 20s anymore or his 30s i mean the movie came out like 40 years ago so i mean what do you expect and plus they didn't even get the actors in the studio anyway for anything they just they made those from scratch and it turned out well uh so let me actually i forgot to download your let me download your time lapse real quick and put it on OBS. Uh-huh i'll get that well before we go to the time lapse let's discuss something real funny that i couldn't believe so chat i don't know if anybody's aware of this there are call duty mobile tournaments that go on and (laughs) i i you know i respect cod mobile that game does some great things i love cod mobile i don't i don't have enough time to play it as much as i would like i actually have a video coming out while on vacation next week discussing some cod mobile information uh and you guys will see why it'll make sense but tournaments in COD Mobile, it's like, damn, people could really sweat that hard on a mobile device. I mean, is it allowed to connect a scuff controller to your iPhone? Is that allowed for those tournaments? I'm not too sure on the rules of that. But uh, there was something that happened which really made me laugh. Let me try to find uh, the video of it. Somebody was shooting bodies in this COD Mobile tournament and actually got banned from the tournament for doing so, disqualified. It really blew my mind. It really blew my mind. I have the video right here uh i was laughing about that i'm like hold on a second dude you have marketing in cod mobile which kind of hints at shooting bodies but then somebody did it in the tournament and got banned for it i'm like wow that that really got me dude i couldn't believe that one
1: uh <laughs> well what do I don't you even know what to say about that i know what I do you know. even
0: say about that that's like what like what, what just happened dude
1: what actually just happened there? i mean i saw the clip on twitter uh, i didn't actually watch the clip but uh, i heard a lot of people say um it, it was like it was kind of really weird why why it happened because you know people do it in in, in cod tournaments for you know and like for like with optic and stuff i know they get sometimes in shooting bodies uh it's definitely not something that's that's ever been punished or and no one's been punished for ever doing it I mean, bad sportsmanship, yeah, I agree. Oh, definitely but bad that's... sportsmanship. But being banned or
0: fined, I, I can see maybe fined for being toxic. I mean, even that's a bit of a stretch. But banned? I'm like, bro, what just happened here? And yeah, I think like, so What do you even say about this? I'm like, you're telling exactly. me. You're telling me. And this is a topic that we're going to go into later. I actually have it written down. You're telling me that you can have hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line in a Warzone tournament where there's active cheaters, hackers, reverse boosters, people using VPNs. But then you shoot bodies and get banned? I'm like, what is this lack of transparency here with these tournaments, dude? It's really blowing my mind here. Uh,
1: I mean, and, and in Warzone tournaments, um, you can actually, if if you're, like, because they do 2v2s, right, in squads. So you have two people yeah. on one team, and then the other two people in the quad are, um, you know, in the same quad. If you're riding in a helicopter with someone in the in the other team, you can crash the helicopter and kill them. That's actually I, I, insane. I, yeah, I mean
0: I don't know, man. I'm like, I, I look at the news every day and every day I get more surprised than ever. I'm like, what the hell just happened, dude? What is this? What is that? Why is this happening? <laughs> Where did this come from? I mean, it, I don't know, man. The the, the news lately has been really interesting. The information we've seen, the announcements, surprises. Um, so another thing too, which I, I don't want to forget this, the information, people getting banned from playing I think both multiplayer and zombies people out there reporting both getting banned from just playing the game normally So i'm not sure what's going on with that. Somebody wanted me to talk about it. I gladly will I haven't got a chance to mention it in a video because the news has been so busy, but I have no idea what the issue is. How it how is it that maybe people are just too good at the game where they get Mixed in with hackers and cheaters But with every update, it seems people are getting banned for just playing the game How does that happen? You know, and it's scary because Activision support doesn't have a contact anymore on Twitter. You can't reach out to them on DM. You can't reach out to them, you know, through their usual methods. You have to go to their website now, you know, create a ticket, call them even. So you lose your account. How do you even prove that you weren't cheating? That's why it's like, I recommend if you guys have the equipment to do it, record all your gameplay. Record everything you can. So if you ever got accused of cheating or modding or hacking, you have a proof you can send to Activision that you weren't doing that. So I don't know what the deal is. I really can't even begin to explain how people are getting mixed in like that. i never really seen that before in Call of Duty, where, where normal players are getting banned for literally no reason. seems to be more of a Warzone thing, too. I've seen it more with Warzone, but then Zombies started getting that. And I'm like, what the hell? People on Ooh, PC playing out with
1: I have the explanation of that, actually. Let's hear it. So, so the reason why people are getting banned for uh, no reason on PC... Specifically for playing zombies is that uh, if you're if you have a program that's called, called MSI Afterburner. Oh, it's, uh, okay, okay. It's it's nothing. It's it's nothing like a, like it's nothing for cheats. It just uh it overclocks your GPU and stuff like that. Um. So it, here's the thing. It's not even about like it's just not even a COD thing. Other games ban people for using it as well. It just sometimes it picks it up as a uh, some type of cheat. software thing
0: that's really helpful to know but why is it hard for activision to come out and say hey in a blog post don't fucking use these programs or you'll be well why can't they come out and say that why is it that hard that's Uh, maybe
1: maybe it could be something to do with uh uh, well first of all it's it's embarrassing just because it's a it's a non-hacking program that's causing people to get banned so that's it's pretty embarrassing uh, and it could screw something. it could get MSI uh, some backlash for that so they not get MSI might sue them or something. I don't know.
0: that okay, that that's a good point. But another thing I would say too, is if somebody's on PC and they're knowledgeable about these programs, knowledgeable about bands and other games and communities, then it sucks to say, but at this point we're, we're kind of on our own. Like people out there on PC are on their own. You gotta figure it out for yourself with what, what to and what to not use when playing warzone and other call of duties. I guess that's I guess that's the case at this point going forward, uh, if that's what you're if that if that's true and it sounds like that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I I could definitely see people out there being too good at the game to where it may detect that you're cheating, but you're not. That could happen. I think some voice actors like Jeff Leach and whatnot they were on uh, James C. Burns' podcast recently. They were saying that too. Like, yeah, they've heard cases where that's happened. They just were too good at the game, but that's probably more rare than anything. The programs you're mentioning probably are the reason why that's happening. So. There you have it, folks. If you are using any other programs to, you know, help your GPU or help other parts of your computer or do something, be careful when booting up Call of Duty specifically, whether it's Warzone, whether it's Zombies. Things are broken. Uh, Lucas Bowman, much love again. Activision isn't legally allowed to scam or to scam people's computers because of that. The anti-cheat doesn't record what actually triggers it that they don't. Hmm. They're not allowed to scan people's computers because of that. The anti-cheat doesn't record... What actually triggers it? Trying to make sense of the second part of that statement, but I get the first part. They aren't allowed to scan people's computers. All right, I, I kind of I get where you're coming from with that.
1: So well, I mean, they they kind of do that when they when they ban you, they give but they give your like
0: yeah, doesn't Warzone technically do that? Like Warzone will will detect that you're using another a third party program to cheat
1: or something. Well, he's talking about he's talking about how um, well, I mean Pax knows about this. I, I forget what it's called. It's like. Um, HMDI banning or something like that. Basically, I mean, uh, Lucas Weiss actually told you about this when he got banned on no uh, reason, on Warzone
0: no for literally no reason.
1: Yeah, um, what wh- what they do is that they create they create a specific little code for for your account when you get banned based off the parts in your PC, wow. and that's how that's how it stops you from that's how it stops you from making another account because it's going to detect this code. With these parts are banned, so you can't you can't go do on it. You can't go onto it. So at least that's what I've heard. Maybe maybe it's changed, but that's that's the last I that's the last I heard how it worked. Wow. know Pax, who's in chat, he had to yeah he had to fully um, buy new parts for his computer so he could. So we wouldn't be banned under the same, uh, the code they gave them. I find that
0: crazy. So, you yeah. can get banned. Like they have to actually buy new parts. I mean, this, again, a chat, I'm an impatient person. I have OCD. I mean, I love my PS5. I could see myself ripping my hair out. If I had a PC dealing with issues like that, I'm trying to make content, trying to do this. And I have to deal with those issues. No, <laughs> no, man. I'm just not for it, bro. If I got a, if I got a Windows yeah, computer at any of... point, it would be for streaming only, not for production of any sorts. Um, I don't know. What are these notifications coming? I'm getting some spam notifications. I don't know where they're coming from. What, well, on Earth? is one on here.
1: Yeah, it's um, called uh, HWID banning, by the way. Just so... Uh, H- what is it? Um, HWID banning.
0: HW Bush. No. <laughs> HWID banning. There you go. The cheats inject code into the actual game files. That's why Activision can tell. Because it's detecting a different program on the computer. I understand what you're saying now. Cheats are injecting yep. code into the game's files it's detected but they're not scanning your computer for the files if that makes sense so yeah that's a good way to clear things up a little bit really appreciate that buddy lucas bowman uh yeah i'm getting discord spam i don't know where it's coming from i'm getting no pop-ups of where it is i'm just hearing the sound that's really annoying (laughs) sorry about that i I hope you guys can't hear that too well that's really frustrating i have no idea where that comes from
1: yeah hardware Um, hardware id thing that's what it stands for really
0: silly dude so that is why active support is so useless because they don't actually know what is causing it to be triggered. I don't know I understand exactly. I really appreciate that that clarification there because I'm not a PC expert. I'm not a Windows fanatic. I'm not somebody that understands a lot of those programs and whatnot. But I do a lot of reading into them whenever stuff like this comes up with community and Reddit posts and fucking Twitter threads, controversy. I read into it because I want to understand what exactly is going on here. But I think at the end of the day. One of the big things I learned is that the game is free to play. We're bound to have issues like this no matter what. No matter how good the anti-cheat is, there will always be scumbags out there trying to abuse the system and and come out with these cheats. I mean, I'll tell you guys firsthand on the podcast. I'm not under any NDA. I've been sponsored by websites in the past for providing these tools. I'll tell you guys about one of them. I think I did one or two of them. But the reason I, I accepted them, it was about a year ago, was because they were promoting if you guys were having trouble... With camos, they were able to go on your account and help you do them. They didn't, they, they specified in in their website they weren't cheating and putting the cam on your account. They were doing the challenges for you, and it would take about a week to do it. Maybe they were not really cheating and putting the camo on your account. Maybe they weren't being legitimate, but they were claiming they have they offered camo services to do the challenges for you. That's the way they wrote it. Maybe they were lying and actually just you know putting the code on your game and you know giving you the camo for free. Maybe that's what it was, but. I accepted that the opportunity just for that reason. But then some of the websites started offering like actual cheats and hacks. And I'm like, I stepped away from that. I'm like, I do not want to be responsible for promoting, you know, the, the fucking, the brutal fucking of Warzone with, you know, all these hacks and cheats. You know what I mean? So I stepped away from that. But that, that, that's got honest truth. That's what happened to me about a year ago. So uh, figured I'd bring that up real quickly. Um, but for real, for used sure, to do an artwork guide or time lapse. Dude. You know what it's time for, bro? Hold up, on one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what it's time for? Let, let, me, uh, let me get the ball rolling with that real quick. So every podcast, usually every podcast, unless something goes wrong, we do have a time-lapse scheduled to go up. Let me... Uh, okay, it's up. Let me put it on loop. We do usually go through a time-lapse of one of my recent video thumbnails on the podcast. For those out there listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, yeah, I know you can't see it. At least I'll describe it for you guys. But... If you guys are watching this on YouTube, you can definitely see it. Once again, as a reminder, if you're new to the stream right now, internet's having some major issues today with connecting to OBS. Not sure why. I don't know if it's me or YouTube. YouTube was having some issues the other day, too, with, like, real time going down and whatnot. So excuse if the video is choppy. But as long as the audio is clear, which it is, we should be in good shape. Oh, my God. You guys are too generous, man. Goddamn. Thank you so much, PAX. Whoa. When you get your PC, each part has a PAX code attached PA- to it. <laughs> uh, PAX ratio, dude. Um, when you are banned, the anti-cheat will check for these numbers and repeatedly ban you. That's ridiculous, bro. I understand now, though. That makes a lot more sense. Um, Lucas Bowman, last one. The only way for Activision to revert the bans manually review the account stats and previous games. Yeah. So you know what? I, you know what I think about, right? When they review previous games, do they have a theater mode of their own to watch people's films? Is that even possible? Can they look at somebody's actual full previous matches? With a theater mode system that only they have access to, we don't. That's kind of what I'm thinking, right? I wonder if that exists. I maybe, maybe they don't have. I don't know. Might have been easier in other games where they had theater mode. They could just, you know, access your your game share files. But I don't know if they. I don't know how they would review shit like that, man. Maybe they just watch you play. But if you're banned already, how do they? How do they look, look your at recent your recent games? Look at your, maybe they have access to a couple of your recent games. I don't know, man. It's a good question, chat. Um, but yeah, let's go into the time lapse. Then we have a wonderful segment of who are these mother effing people? So. Uh, let me know what to start. Back crack. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I was just uh, stretching a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Before we get into this, uh, usually before I start these, I like to talk about uh, a little bit that was going on uh, over the past week. And I have some, I have some great news. Some really great news. Yeah, let's hear it. I think, I think about like three weeks ago, I mentioned that I I was going to do a thumb for uh, or do a thumbnail for Mister Waffle Waffles, and um, this week. Or about two days ago, uh, I was in class. I was like, this class sucks. I, I want to get out of class so bad. And then I opened up my phone. And I was like, oh, sweet. I got a notification. I got a DM. Let's check who it's from. No one's... I couldn't even guess this. Noah J. 456 followed me and DM'd me asking me uh, if I could make some thumbnails for him. That's um, awesome, dude. Uh, sadly, I, I cannot do a lot of the custom stuff he needs. So I won't be doing a ton of work for him, uh, but hopefully I will in the future doing yeah. uh, some work for him. But yeah, completely, completely caught me off guard. Uh, crazy, crazy shit.
0: Lucas Bowman, thanks for that again. Yeah, so they have a theater mode of their own, with with which loads in like, the last 20 films, last 20 gameplays. That makes sense. I was going to say, there has to be something like that that they have to review you. But again, congrats on the Noah J. Follow there, my guy. And yeah, he does a lot of... Uh, out of the box Different Custom zombie type Thumbs sometimes Godzilla but Sp- Stuff you might not Be able to do But for the most part You can do everything like that, else yeah. yeah For the most part You can do everything else So I mean Again The networking is key man This is more than A follow Like I got For doing the Classified easter egg This is a follow that you got for legitimate work for being a fan of your work and then for asking for work in the future. I mean, again, that's absolutely amazing. Corey Beck. Yes. It makes all of my thumbnails here on the channel. Um, Yep. Every single one, (laughs) every single one. It used to be like a balance between him and Lucas, Lucas vice over on Twitter. Wonderful guy, by the way, he got a different position recently doing something else, but he, uh, I would say really energized the render game this past summer when Pawn Takes Pawn marketing was happening. Nobody's really doing too many render thumbnails. And he started doing them a lot for my channel. Um, and it kind of jump-started what looks like a render fever over the Call of Duty community. I have a lot of people are getting into it now and looking at it. So I would say those thumbnails kind of inspired a lot of people to start them. And then, you know, Jardim got an upgraded computer this past December, where he then was able to learn how to do them and has been killing it ever since. By him. Yeah, <laughs> learning from him, you're getting guidance, learning on his own, the works. And it has been absolutely killing it with multiplayer wars on and zombies Thumbs for not just me but other great creators out there that I really respect. Prestigious key, some other ones. I mean, it's been it's been incredible. So, uh, God bless the render game there's, there.
1: There's a, there's a whole bunch. There's some sorry. There's some comments now uh, that I'm going to read. Uh, Shadow beat said, "Not trying to get exact numbers, but does it pay well? I, I'm guessing he's referring to me." Yeah, yeah, about um, the render business. I think. I, I think, yeah, I, I think it pays pretty well, especially if you have, um, a decent amount of clients or a lot of clients, which uh, I think, I think I do at this point. Uh, I, I have, uh, some people that, uh, relatively come back to me very often. I mean, someone, uh, codenamed pizza, he comes to me a decent amount, uh, for renders, which I'm very fortunate about. He's super nice. He's really nice. Um, really great guy. He felt, he felt bad, uh, the other night I had to get out of my bed and send him uh, a render and he felt bad and he, um he compensated me a little bit more for that. But (laughs) yeah. uh, Yeah. You know what? We're, I'm stalling on this. Yeah. Real Um, quick though.
0: Yeah. I do want to say in terms of like exact numbers, does it pay well? I will say shadow beats, it's not only about the amount of clients you have and exactly how much work you're doing so often, but I would also say it's like how talented and experienced are you to where you can get things done quickly. Cause that's more important than having more clients, being able to get stuff done quickly and efficiently with the same quality you want to have if you took you know an extreme amount of time on it right i think that's it plays a big role in that um thank you Austin thompson real quick would you rather transit be a remaster remake or would you rather be on outbreak map where zombies get more aggressive we're gonna get to that later in the podcast too what i will say about uh transit specifically i think personally outbreak is what green run was supposed to be back in the day so i would prefer an outbreak green run more than anything uh, Newtown Island, oh man, that'd be great. I mean, we already have Newtown Onslaught, but seeing Newtown Island from Blackout, again, so many cool ideas they can pull out from Black Ops 4, other parts of Black Ops Cold War, and just turn that into Outbreak or other zombies modes in the game. I love that, dude. But me personally, Transit Outbreak all the way. Die Isn't Buried, I could see that being round-based still. But, hey, if they came out with an Outbreak Victus type of situation where you can warp from the three Victus maps, cool. If they make one open-world green-run uh, Outbreak, I'll take it uh I'll, I'll take anything honestly but you know i think we, we talked about that quite a bit in my video about two three days ago we'll get to that more uh later in this podcast but let, let's jump into your timeline so me know when you're ready there, there, sorry there's more
1: comments i gotta go through oh, okay
0: yeah Oh, feel free man. I mean, i'm not rushing there's, tonight internet's sucking but yeah hey, i'm not rushing you, I'm, not, I'm not rushing
1: either i'm yeah. actually i i'm i'm very uh happy that you guys have a lot of stuff to say and that makes me feel good yeah um and then uh, Jack Rose said, will you ever uh, work with Ink Slasher or the One Boom or invite them on the bomb cast? He does. Not. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've, worked, I've worked with Ink Slasher in the past. Yeah. I've done a few thumbs for him. And um, and then someone else said something just upset. Imagine you do a Pokemon thumb for him. Funny thing is, he he did ask me if I can make uh, some Pokemon style <laughs> thumbs. So that that's yeah. for no idea anyway. So that, let's just... Let's we'll just move on from that. Let's we'll start. I'm ready. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to start it from the beginning. Uh, count it down.
0: All right. Three, two, and one.
1: And uh, re- all right. So, Beauty Season Three Reloaded Early Downloads. Um, uh, this is one of the rare time lapses you see where I start up from the very beginning and kind of take you to the whole process of uh, how I do it from texturing it. Uh, I do use an auto texturing tool, which someone in the community made uh, Flicky Tuts. Uh, yeah, he's done some, uh, good things like, like the script, as you see, I want to kind of go for kind of a, a crash test dummy exploding out of, uh, a crash test zone, which I think I, (laughs) I captured pretty, pretty well here. As you can see right now, I'm getting the detail maps all set up. So his shirt has like actual shirt texture. It doesn't just look like normal, uh, like weird fabric. Yeah. There's nothing actually, um, too crazy about this render. Uh, the whole thing actually took uh, an hour, an hour and 10 minutes, I think. And a lot of that was just playing around with uh, Flamed in the background. It wasn't It wasn't even the actual render. So, uh, I mean, that's why I always say for me personally, it's like 75% of it is the actual Photoshop job. And like 25% is making the actual render. But you can't have one <laughs> without the other. Man. That's
0: very apparent these days. You can't have one without the other. You gotta have both on the same level of quality. You know what I mean? True. And it's actually crazy. This video is what was it two weeks old, man. I mean, yeah, chat. We're, yep. we're making up for last Friday because we had to take the day off for a lot, lot a number of issues that were going on with health, sleep schedule, fucking Reloaded came out. It was all my brain was everywhere last week, so we didn't get to do a podcast. But yeah, this is a this is a video I made before Reloaded dropped. Um, I love the skin, by the way. The mannequin oh. dummy is just <laughs> I get vibes of the mannequins from, from Black Ops Three Nuketown. And then I'm also dude, I I didn't buy this bundle though, man. I was like twenty four hundred. It was kind of expensive. I'm going to try not to buy every single bundle I like, but it's a badass skin, no, no matter what. It's a badass skin. And the background's Diesel Knight. What do you think about that, man? That, that You made that yourself, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you think about Ma- that? I made what? Diesel I made Knight. made myself? Diesel Knight. The background of the stump. Um, or did you take well, a... Yeah, I just, it wasn't campaign, I, did you? I just,
1: I just took a screenshot of a campaign, but, you know. But you matched it to the
0: multiplayer one, which makes it look like a legit multiplayer loading screen. Right?
1: Did you? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That, that was. I took the screenshot. Yeah. I made sure it was the exact one for multiplayer, just in the campaign mission. Got you. Um, got you. Got you. Got you. But yeah. There's. I mean, yeah. as this as this uh, time lapse finishes up, uh, you know, pretty good. Like I said, only took an I, hour and ten minutes. Yeah. And uh, nah, after after the after I actually finished the thumbnail, I went back and made the flames look more realistic. But uh, yeah, I do use C4D. I know someone just added me in, in the Discord actually. Yeah um i i use cinema 4d for uh my renders
0: right right yeah. and, and it's like it's as cheesy as it sounds but practice literally makes perfect when it comes to things like this i mean you're not gonna there's no videos you can watch on how to do this there's no there's no one that can tell you how to do it either it's all hands-on you gotta you gotta care like the thing is you gotta care about it people out there that talk about oh streaming's not working for me you know video productions videos not doing well it's like yeah people do try and they don't sometimes they don't make it you know too far but you really got to put in that time, the effort, the passion, the love. When you put all that into it, you're guaranteed success with anything you're fucking doing. And that's the way I look at the way the world works. It's like when you're not putting in your all into something, you may still find success here and there by luck. But it's not going to be nearly as big as what it would be if you really put in every ounce of your effort, blood, sweat, and tears into making something better, making yourself better at something. It takes time. It takes it takes failure. It takes practice. It takes all types of things to to get better at something. Um Somebody was asking about. Re- I mean, yeah. Oh, go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say. Um, I mean, like, like you said, it takes it takes failing. I, I remember I texted you a few days ago, like back in January, and like late December when I first got my computer, and like I just started doing uh, the renders and stuff. I was like. It really, it really kind of got me, because um, I was failing a lot. <laughs> I was failing I, a lot. I,
0: see, I, you were um, a little harsh on yourself, man.
1: I know personally
0: you're gonna feel a certain way, but l- l- the way I looked at it, I'm like, you, you kind of skip the part where you're really struggling to find lighting and, and 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 positions for your renders. It's because you already were experienced with thumbnails and how you would make them look by just cutouts and PNGs. So you kind of just, you know, uh, poured that foundation underneath. The render game, if that makes any sense, right? If you had a cutout PNG, had them a certain way with lighting and background, you just kind of ported that knowledge over into this render system and just you know did it did it a similar way. So I think that that's important as well. You you know, Um, I've seen people, which I won't name, years ago and even recently, that they might be able to make some good renders, but the it's the the ending, right? The result, the thumbnail, the background, which will make the render look better or even look good at the end of it all so if you don't know how to do that you're going to struggle a bit with how to make your render look better you know what i mean so it's not easy definitely not easy somebody asked out there Are we plan on having ink slash or other creators on the podcast yeah i want to get more creators on the podcast soon um i am going out of town june 3rd this thursday i have videos planned I'm way i'm going to pre-record a podcast for you guys while along am way and all that will still go live as usual when I am gone. But yeah, I definitely want to get more creators in the podcast soon. That would definitely be a dream come true. It'll happen too. We just started the podcast what ten weeks ago, eleven weeks ago. So yeah, we're getting there, man. We're getting there. It's been uh, it's been great ever since.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of questions in the chat actually. Based to Sogatana, which I believe changed their name from something else, um, said, DK, how did you and Fajardi meet?" Oh, there we go.
0: Uh awesome story man i was streaming viruk high rounds to like three people my channel had like maybe a thousand subs at the time uh majority somehow stumbled across it and yeah i think that that stream's still up somewhere uh it'd be funny to go back and watch at some point maybe next podcast we'll watch it uh yeah so he came into my stream just looking for new players to hang out with he was new to playstation just bought a playstation so looking for players to you know party up with the black ops 3 and yeah he asked me if we could place revelations i'm like hey man and you said the other people that turned you down, you were in other people's streams and they weren't responding to you. Yeah,
1: I, I was in I was in a lot of other people's streams. I literally remember yeah. that day. I, I would get home from baseball practice and then go on YouTube gaming for the rest of the night, looking for people to play with. And um, I, would, I would talk in chat, and I would just get dono walled. No one would respond to me. Dono- I say, love that term, donut walled. <laughs> yeah, it's literally if you've seen the GIF of the per- person talking to a brick wall, we're going like, oh hey, yeah, that's gonna get donut walled. <laughs> That's when you don't know wall. Oh so that was God. me a and, and then I went to your chat. And yeah. then- Oh, uh, somebody spammed in the chat. Your mom's hot. You're so fake.
0: You're so fake. You're so fake. Nice, dude. Uh, <laughs> what's up with the dude? Uh, you wants to be on. Who are these people? So bad. But yeah, don't know wall chat. Here, here's an example of that real quick. If you guys can see this on stream, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm still dying from that one stream I did. What the hell? What was the stream? Was it? I was playing gunfight. What were we? What was I? I don't know what I was streaming like two, two weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, um, you were talking. I think I think it was when season three first dropped. We were playing containment on stream. Donations kept coming in, so I couldn't hear you talk. You were I think your mic was also very low because you we were in a PS party. And you know my my audio is fucked up on PS party when I'm streaming. Chat leak is just that doesn't work sometimes. You were talking. I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> because the donuts were coming in and i was reading you apparently were talking i never heard a word and then i forgot you said something like oh i'm getting donut walled you just got off i was i was dying for the, the whole night man i couldn't believe it i was like i didn't know you were saying anything man the fucking audio was so shot um <laughs> yeah uh, yeah spider-man want to get on a variety of craters man call of duty
1: craters zombies craters want to get everybody on man at some point for sure and and spider-man said um yeah we got trolls and chat uh, for sure. maybe maybe if can use the connections to get um Noah Milo or Ben on the bombcast. Uh, I I don't think I, I would ever ask them something like that I think that's that's over a little I think it's a little bit overextending yeah I mean my, it, uh, it, it's definitely you know. it's
0: definitely a thing where I mean the way I would feel too is like yeah you're doing business together you don't want to kind of reach your arm out too far right away maybe as time goes on if that if that conversation comes up maybe naturally that maybe they'll see it and then hey I want to come on or, you know something might come up like that prestigious key for example legend he was telling me, yeah, he watches the podcast, you know, he stays active with it. Uh, he was happy to come on. I'm like, I, it meant the world to me. So, yeah, if it, it comes up like that, hell yeah, let's, uh, we'll, get it, we'll get it working for sure. Um, but we got to get into this, man. We're about an hour, 40 minutes in. You know what it's time for, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. So, uh,
0: let's roll it, man. Who are these people? And we have... Quite a few comments this week. Um, some of which we're going to save for next week. There's way too many. We'd be here probably an hour reading this bullshit. But we're going to save quite a few for next week. Um, absolutely horrendous comments over the past week and a half. Cold War needs better lobby music because Mono for 2019 had the best lobby music of all time, which changed every season. But Cold War, just the same stale multiplayer music of all time. Huh? Do you not use the music player in Cold War where you can change the track to whatever you want? I'm like, what? Hello, music player, <laughs> music player, hello, music player, check? I, I, I personally think the Cold War theme is I, the Cold War soundtrack is oh, moi, I, I love it, man, I love it. It's just beautiful. Um, goddamn, your video sucks so damn bad. I'm like, I reply, replied to him like, hey, I, I think a lot of people highly disagree with you, but instead of commenting an insult, why not provide constructive criticism to help me better my content? Like, awesome, dude. Uh. This one was weird. Hold on, is this the weird one I'm thinking about? Oh, yeah. Somebody commented, you're literally going to complain about the Easter egg, then complain about the quality of the Berlin map. Keep it moving, soy boy. I'm like, you must have the wrong person, because I've never even relatively vaguely hated on Cold War, zombies, the Easter eggs. What I have said on podcasts is the Easter eggs in the Machina and Firebase very casual friendly but it's only because of the responses that they got for black ops 4 which is why they did that in cold war i never hated on it though so i, I don't know what he's talking about with that and then he replied i put this he replied with allow me to turn on ad blocks so you can't get ad revenue and get right back to you with receipts there's a reason i unsubbed during black ops 4 so I, I was like you unsubbed two years ago still watching me today somehow maybe you search my name up you get my videos recommendation i don't know you want to turn on adblock so i can't earn revenue for my main source of income so that i can't earn money for my job so i'm like people who deliberately use adblock to fuck a crater over like it it sucks man if you use adblock because you don't like ads i get it but when you deliberately do it for because of one creator, come on dude you know it's like i like it's almost like the, like the power is in their hands for creators to earn a living, and they want to take it away from you because they don't like what you're saying. or It's like the disrespect, bro. It's insane, absolutely insane. Um, was it an anime profile picture? No, was it? I can't see. I can't see if it was.
1: Um, no, nah, oh, I think Pax just overreacted with somebody. Yeah, uh, continue, continue.
0: You post too many videos with stuff that really doesn't matter or is repetitive, my guy. It's like you think the more you post, the better your channel gets. Um, I always find I find comments like this funny because I usually see these comments on videos where I'm talking about completely new information, new marketing, new teasers, new story that was found, my new ideas. They don't comment that on videos where I do recap info for those that missed it because analytically, according to YouTube, about, I would say, people that watch my channel only watch one to two videos from me a month. So that tells you that when I make a video, new people are watching, not the same people from before, new people. A good majority, of course, are subbed and whatnot. I get it. But it's not on average. Even subs only watch one to two videos a month on my channel that goes for many big channels out there not just me that's a typical youtube analytic also a typical analytic is about 60 to 70 percent of a channel's viewers aren't subscribed that that's a typical analytic for a lot of big channels out there the daleks the prestiges the noah's the me's the ink slashers the coli's. everybody that's how it goes so again i horrible comment by the way um oh nice spelling dk listen man i know you mean well but stop simping for tree arc I can't, can't spell trademark. I'm like, hey, Stady facts isn't simping, man. Good day now. That's all I replied to him. We got a book here. I don't know if i to read this one. Um, This guy was going over... I'll, I'll go over a little bit of this. You really go overkill when you feel the need to have to defend the fact that we bought the game for 60 bucks. So we shouldn't have to expect any other DLC. Just because there's no season pass, we knew what was going in. Dude, just make content. No need to be in the teacher's pet. Remind her that we have homework, homie. Like, damn... That's like saying don't buy the game because we knew already on hand there's only one map. What are you even saying? Lol, what's your main point? It's pointless. I'm not even going to continue this. It's pretty clear. There was no season pass, no contractual obligation to release more maps past the Machina. They said DLC was free from the get-go, which told me that we might see less content and a less frequent basis for zombies specifically. That's what I went into expecting, and I was still blown away by what they have dropped. So... Again, <laughs> you paid 60 bucks for the Machina. It, it, it deal with it at this point, right? That's it. I mean, it sounds silly, but that's what it is. Um, now, I'm have to continue with that one. I get it, bro. You're thirsty to put more content, but stop putting the same shit. I get it that you want more views, but chill. I- I'm like, I replied to some Comments like this made me laugh because you prove you didn't watch the video at all. When, there's, when every single topic in the new video is from new information. So, uh, I-, I have no idea what he's talking <laughs> about with this one. I you know it gets me too, because like I'll see a comment like this on like a roadmap breakdown or new marketing breakdowns, new teasers, new intel I discuss. And all of a sudden, it's the same. It's a rehash video. I'm like, where's the repeated information? It's just not there. <laughs> it's all new details, man. Uh, and and it's, it's funny how they put because you want more views. Well, here's the thing: YouTube's my main YouTube's my career right now, my main source of income. I, of course, I post more to make a living, but it's all out of passion for a game I love talking about. So. I talk about all the new information all the time. It's not rehash information. It uh, gets me every time, dude. Um, ooh, Outbreak is not zombies. It's rehash multiplayer maps with a few stop with a few zombies thrown in. Stop calling it zombies. And we're going to say this. Few zombies thrown in. Just a couple. Sprinkled sprinkler around the fire team maps. Nothing special, right? It's like two or three, you know? Yeah, just two or three, man. No, that's what, there's not a side quest or a main Easter egg or vehicles, fucking Orta World events. None of that, right? Just, just a few zombies sprinkled in fire team apps oh my god he demands stop calling it zombies all right i'll stop what should i call it bro fire fire team zombies all right fire team undead we'll call it that how about
1: just i mean just call it the future because that's what it is so
0: (laughs) there's a roast there dude there's a roast when activision confirms in an investor's call to billion dollar shareholders that outbreaks the future you best believe outbreaks the goddamn future bro it's over there's no there's no disputing that at this point um (laughs) there's no disputing it what else we got here What are you talking about DK? The only reason I bought Cold War was because they said all DLC maps would be free. So no, we didn't just pay for one map. And I replied, there's no contractual obligation past the Machina for more zombies maps. Uh, And then he replied, they should have been more clear about that before release then. I would have passed on this game. But when I found out Treyarch was taking it over, I expected the zombies that everyone fell in love with. Not the zombies fire team hybrid. I think this is a big kick in the nuts from Treyarch. And I for one feel cheated. And I replied back to him, but they did make that clear. Right when they announced DLC will be free without a season pass, that means they could release content at any pace, any time for free without guaranteeing us the same DLC structure from Black Ops Three and Four. It's that simple, dude. If, I don't know how people are still confused about that. It's that simple. That's
1: for any free-to-play game. That's for any a free-to-play to play game, isn't? it's popping hey, or I, if there's free content being given out if it's not popping they're not going to release more content for it i got you ready
0: outbreak is not bringing more numbers in than round base that's why they have made it free to play three times now and i replied so you're saying activision live during their investors call to billion dollar shareholders somebody replied yep hey if, if they're acting out of good faith okay maybe you got me maybe they are really truly stretching these numbers on an investors call maybe you got me maybe i'm wrong i'll take it but if not <laughs> then somebody's in denial about outbreak being the future bro it, it, it's crazy um, Outbreak is the most successful zombies Laugh 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 emoji um, Don't <laughs> have to even read that Oh we have this We have this thread here Which really got me This person should be banned by now Maybe he's not um, This this is what I was talking about earlier chat If you guys can see this There was a guy that was really going in Really believing that Who are these people This segment you're listening to right now Belittles viewers Disrespects my subs doesn't do that at all. What it does is it makes light out of very negative and toxic comments, just for comedic effect. But it's like a hate mail segment, just reading through some shitty comments and, and laughing about it, having a good time about it. It's not singling out people. Loves it. Yeah, loves Chad it. loves it. It's not singingly out people saying, Hey guys, go harass this person, dox them, DDoS them. No. What it's doing is saying, Hey, look at this person who must be who must be misinformed, uneducated, just wanting to be or a troll. Let's look at this funny comment and, and talk about it. That's all it is. So this person was going in, you seem to act like you speak for a community, being shitty to viewers and putting down content creators all the while propping up Activision is somehow being real, mocking people for not adjusting to the new storyline, asking who are these people. These people are potential viewers. Lol, like I said, not a good look, bro. I think this was commented on a video where I talked about Noah's tweet, right? Noah put a tweet out that was like R equals Richtofen because Treyarch had teased Ravenoff for a teaser in the Outbreak Easter egg but he tweeted R equals Ricktoff. And I said, I said in the video very clearly, I know Noah is more than likely joking. He's not dumb. He knows who Ravenoff is, but here's why the joke has a negative effect on the community because people are still going to be stuck on the past, the past, the past and not accept the future of the story. That's all I said. It wasn't, it wasn't putting down content creators or hating the fact that I can't, I can't provide constructive criticism. The fact that I can't, you know, open up on something I feel in a nice way without triggering these kind of these people. It's like, damn, like what? <laughs> people are sensitive, man. What's going on with that? Um, you wrote way too much to even go through. Um, the, fa- the answer to your first question, the less people you single out and treat like shit, the more subs you will have. This is not new on YouTube. Yes, the sub count will reflect that. I think you know that. I'm like, it's funny how sub count doesn't reflect anything at all. Sub count very rarely reflects the quality or even activity of a YouTube channel. I'll say it out right here.
1: Or interaction,
0: or, or even or interaction. Inter- I, I've interaction. seen channels with quadruple my sub count that don't post anymore, don't post very often, don't get views anymore. I mean, sub count very rarely reflects what a channel's actually doing. Take PewDiePie, for, take PewDiePie for an example. If he has a hundred mil plus subs and he's only clearing about less than 10, mil, ten less than ten mil views a video, does that mean his channel's dead? What does that mean? What does it actually mean? They won't. They won't respond to me on that one. These haters will go away. They won't. They won't reply to that. They have no answer for it. it that's the way it is. Um, yeah, we'll just skip this guy. That way too much. Way too much BS. Um, what else we got here? Oh, ooh, this one was juicy. The title says these maps were revealed. If they aren't, and it's a speculation video. Again, I am legit doing the equivalent of blocking this channel. Somebody replied, for real, he's so annoying. Every COD new channel was like this. He's referring to a video I just posted a couple days ago talking about a Zombies Chronicles 2 that has been teased even more for Cold War now with new evidence. I promised everybody out there, I would never talk about the topic again until there was new information to discuss, and there was. And this guy said, the title says the maps were revealed. Title actually says teasers for the maps were revealed. Very clear English. And this guy didn't get it. He either didn't read properly or was stretching it to fit his agenda. I don't know what it was, but I found this hilarious because, you know, Chronicles 2, to put it in simple terms has been a story I've been chasing since, like, Black Ops 4 Tag totem Toten era, that summer, right? I've been chasing that story ever since. I always report on when there's new information, I cared about it, the map pack made sense for BO4, it got scrapped and moved to COD 2020, apparently, which is this game. So, I found it funny that when a channel out there that's known for copying my content on a daily basis, when he makes a video about Chronicles 2, all of a sudden you have some bigger channels out there that do zombies, all of a sudden, they made videos talking about Chronicles 2, saying, oh, there's evidence, saying this, saying that. I'm not naming any names, of course. I'm not trying to start any issues. But all of a sudden, you know, oh, Chronicles 2 is a, is a topic of discussion. Not everybody's talking about it. But when I was talking about it, you know, months ago or whatnot, I was being made fun of. I was, you know, being shit-talked, saying I was making things up. I was lying. And then all of a sudden, it's a topic again. You see what I'm saying? Like, dude, <laughs> the hypocrisy double standards in the community are hilarious. It's like, it's not like Chronicles 2 wasn't a topic i was talking about quite a bit last year or anything but now all of a sudden people are talking about it silly how the community works but chronicles 2 to be to be exact it's like i said before i'm tired of talking about it uh if it happens it happens i'm not going to say that 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 map pack will determine the quality of cold war i don't give a shit man if, it, if the maps get remade i'm all for it i'll support it 100 but i'm looking forward to new content before any remade content And I always said, I will talk about it when new information comes up, and it did. We have a lot of Victus teasers that were added to Outbreak, so I made a video about it. It's that simple. Um, Teasers were revealed. It wasn't the maps revealed. Um, But, Zombie Chronicles 2 aside, right? Somebody asked me earlier, you know, to talk about it a bit. That's kind of my take on it, right? You know, if it happens, it happens. Green Run makes sense as an Outbreak map. I'm looking forward to what can happen with that. It's the only three maps left that have not been remastered a single time. So, I think Cold War is the good game to get that done, right? year two or maybe in a few months let's see that happen um bro it's not bro it's that it's not even english bro it's that's not a teaser that's just sound You're referring to the victus teasers and outbreak apparently the definition of teaser only means video clip trailer can't be audio can't be sound right That <laughs> doesn't know what uh what teaser means dictionary hello um yeah <laughs> let's see what else we got we'll go through like one or two more here Ooh! i refuse to buy any more skins lol wasted a bill on skins and packs i will never use shit of a game one big scam so wait a second you spent a hundred dollars on skins that you're never going to use but the game's a scam w- where was the scam you opened up your credit card you put the three digits you put the you three sc- digits on the back scammed on- you self-scammed yourself yeah you put the three digits on the back <laughs> from your card on your psn or your xbox your pc and you-, you pay for the cod points where's the scam there they didn't take your card from your hands i'm confused dude Ooh, okay last probably la- last one or second to last why do you sound like such a pr machine for activision stop man it's beyond cringe at least admit you sound like the most supportive mother on the planet because you get some sort of benefits but then that ruins the fake relationship between you and the fans and some guy replied he's an activision puppet uh I'm, what? I'm just, I, some people literally believe that activision either pays my bills or gives me money for promoting the game it's like can I just not like a game? Can I just not support a bundle? Can I just not support a skin? You know, do I have to... It, it's always this conspiracy, right? If someone's too supportive, they're a shill. They're a scammer. They're they're being paid. If they're too negative, they're a hater. They're t- that in chat, actually. Oh, is Verko in chat right now?
1: Yeah, Verko said that. He said, if you talk good about something, you're shilling. If you criticize something, oh, you're hey, hating Virko. and attacking. If you say nothing, you're avoiding the topic on purpose, therefore cowarding. He, yeah, He said that perfectly.
0: Perfectly. Verko, I was actually going to talk about your custom map. Uh, after the segment, real quick,
1: we'll
0: get to that. Uh, beautiful point, by the way. It's 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 like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. How do you win? How can you win with these people? You can't. You can never please them. You, it, there is no gray area where you're somewhat positive or somewhat negative. It's like here, here's what I feel, Chat. God, honest truth. I truly don't know how I'm supposed to act to appease someone like Activision. What? How do? How do I approach content? Let's see if you guys get what I'm saying because. I want to be on a level where I'm real about the game. I'm honest about it. I'm positive. I'm reaching out to the community, playing with fans, talking about the news. But then, do I look bad if I bring up a rumor or if I bring up a leak? Because Call of Duty partners who do get paid by Activision, you know, because of their COD Point creator codes and whatnot, they bring leaks up. They talk about rumors. Am I allowed to do that? Or can I not do that until I'm a partner with Activision? I wish there were a set of guidelines of what I should do to kind of, quote-unquote, be on that status of a Call of Duty channel that's partnered with Activision. I wish I knew the steps on how to do that, because I want to make sure that I'm being responsible as a channel, spreading the right message, but also not upsetting the publisher of the game I play every day. I want to make sure that I'm at least appeasing to them, appealing to them, not by being fake and promoting bundles and whatnot, but... By being respectful and saying, hey, I love this game. I like talking about rumors about it. I love discussing the news. How, how can we work together, right? How do I how do I not break any rules and still talk about this, talk about that? You know, I would love to find that common ground with Activision one day. Maybe I could do that at, at some point in the future. I don't know. I'm not a leaker. I talk about news, and leaks happen to be in the news sometimes, so we discuss them. But th- it, it's that simple, right? I cover all the modes as well, so hopefully that, you know, appeals to them one day. Um... Does anyone hate how uh, Lex said that he's only looking forward to Zombie Chronicles 2? I mean, again, not going to go off on, on his video or not, but he was one of the people that were essentially kind of making fun of my Chronicles videos during the Black Ops 4 season, even though the evidence was there that it was happening. But now all of a sudden, he's talking about it, saying he's excited for it. I don't get it, bro. You know, uh, <laughs> people out there had podcasts talking crap about the content I was making during Black Ops 4. But now they're talking about the same content. So it's like, I don't, I, I you know, how do you win with these people? Dude, you can't. Um, let's pick one more before we end this segment here um let's see yeah wait what when was the last podcast was it may what what date was that it was about May something right May so, 14th May 14th maybe yeah oh this one wait I think I actually went through these last last uh pretty sure I went through these last podcasts
1: why does everyone keep saying "do something"? If I'm being held captive, I- I'm not being held captive. Wait, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Wait, who's being held? Ca- what is going on? What did Majority. I miss in chat, dude? Majority. Uh, Majority scratch your head if you're being held captive. No, I'm not being held captive. Okay. Oh,
0: here's a good one. You post about a lot of stuff that doesn't really have to- you post about a lot of stuff that doesn't matter or actually have to do with zombies, man. It's a bit annoying. Am I a zombies channel? Like, is that- I I don't know. Like, Vajardi made a good comment the other day. I was actually laughing about it. He's like, do you get annoyed when somebody out there calls you their favorite zombies YouTuber? And I'm like, no, I love the support. You know, I think it's funny that I can make one zombies video a week and be regarded as a zombies channel. This past week though, I made three zombies videos because there was a lot of material to discuss. That, that's an exception though there's very rarely that much material about zombies to make more than one video about a week you know more of my contents like multiplayer war zone general con news rumors streams zombies comes in there when it does but again people out there that haven't figured out what kind of channel i am it just blow my mind if they're new I get it but if they're they've been around for a while i i, I don't get the 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 lack of understanding with, with what's going on there um oh dude this has to be the last one right here scam i've been playing cod zombies since bo1 and i bought every single dlc we have always gotten four dlc maps so i'm expecting four zombies maps here so so i have been scammed so because of your experience with previous black ops games terry has to meet your needs that they never promised to begin with i find i find that good I think that's about it for for comments here um let's see oh man there's some yeah we'll save some of these for next week i think as a bit of a bonus here as a bit of a bonus here, people who are saying they're playing Fireteam Dirty Bomb are bullshitting 100%. So am I bullshitting when I play? I- I'm confused, dude.
1: <laughs> gameplay in the video? You're bullshitting? You're not playing the yeah, game?
0: Yeah, there's gameplay in the video. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I keep going off. You keep making videos on the same info. You're definitely <laughs> on the Activision payroll. How's that cod pickle taste? Bro, you know what? Speaking of pickles, man, when I, when my mom was pregnant with me, she told me she she ate a lot of pickles, right? And when I when I was a, when I was a kid, up until like a couple of years ago, I hated pickles. I, I never liked the taste of them. But then, but then my girlfriend w- recently was like, we're at a restaurant. She's like, taste this pickle right here, and it was it was a really fucking good pickle. I'm like, hey, I think it's the restaurants. Some restaurants have some shitty pickles, right? Not, not the circle ones, but the actual, like, the longer ones are on your sandwiches or fucking Philly cheesesteaks. Those are fucking bomb, dude. Speaking of pickles, by the way.
1: Um, it must have been the uh, Activision pickle. That's why it, it, it so It might good. have
0: been the... It, it, <laughs> I might have got caught there with the Activision pickle, dude. You got me there, bro. Activision pickle so down my fucking... so deep down my fucking throat. I've been buying bundles lately. I've been making too much content, dude. Oh, man, Gotchi hyper,
1: dude. Got, got you hyper.
0: Yeah. Fucking got me, dude. Um... Oh, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Last one for real. Nothing but bullshit on here. Get to the point. There's no zombie map leaks. I replied back, laughing. This isn't a zombies channel. Zombies video, to be exact, or anything to do with zombies map leaks. I think it was a war zone video. I think that's actually fucking hilarious. It was a war zone video. He commented on about zombie map leaks. Where was the zombies info? There wasn't any. But yeah, that'll wrap it up for this week's segment of who are these people, man? Too many good comments, bro. I oh my god. I will win this pickle debate, bro. I, I I think it's like I think of when I think of bad pickles, I think of like those circle McDonald's burger pickles. Yeah, awful man. We talk Krusty about a real, crab
1: pickles, I'm, dude.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about a real pickle from a jar. I, I don't want to say juicy. That sounds that sounds a little, you know, fruity. But I'm talking Whoa. like a long, like fucking, uh, actual healthy pickle that goes on a sandwich. I'll, it up, I'll leave it at that, bro yeah a little too grab let's, let's draw away from pickles now it's a little too great let's
1: stop this before it gets sus, but yeah i, I will say i do like a juicy pickle
0: shit, <laughs> oh, so that's gonna get clipped and fucking exposed somewhere man um Good. holy crap bro let, let's pull up real quick before i forget we talked about the banning already that was requested verco man if you're still in chat absolute and this has a lot unbelievable eight hundred and thirty-seven thousand views on return to transit dev update may 2021 nobody can say it's clickbait because everybody knows vertical is a custom mapper makes maps they know that in the thumbnail of this it looks like a work in progress right nobody can say it's clickbait uh 600 and, dude this might hit a mil it's on pace for a mill, by the way it might hit a mill by the, by the time of mid summer okay. it's on pace for a mill by the time summer rolls around uh this is absolutely incredible man i mean look, let, let, let's pull this up on stream real quick so first thing, before we talk about Virkel's work, the interest for a transit remake looks like it's at an all-time high. What do you think about that? A mil views on a custom map dev video? Are you <laughs> shitting me? Let's talk about that real quick. I mean, what do you say I, about that?
1: I haven't seen, I haven't seen uh, views like that around anything a custom, custom map. On, anything? Maybe maybe declassified and maybe. Um,
0: Leviathan. The Leviathan, Leviathan, thing.
1: maybe, maybe those two, uh, maybe yeah. those two are close, but uh, that's awesome, yeah, that's, that's
0: fuck, bro. Looks I, I remember
1: I was seeing, I was, I, I saw Virko's channel and I saw the videos on like 28k. And I'm like, my god, I, I got. I got a lot of views and I checked yeah, back it, three it, days later, so it's five hundred. And I know Christ. the I know I
0: know the real time game, by the way. If I see a vids on twenty eight K within like a very short amount of hours, that vids on fifty K real time, if anything. So I'm like, <laughs> wow, bro. I was I'm happy for you, bro. And real quickly, if you're new to the stream again, if anybody just tuned in um to the video version on YouTube, not not an audio version, uh the internet's having a major issue today connecting to OBS and YouTube. So video might be choppy, but audio is still crystal clear, God bless. Cause I was scared the audio would be choppy for the conversion to Spotify and iTunes later. But luckily, we're all good. Um, Excuse the choppiness, but it's super smooth gameplay here that I'm looking at. Um, And like you said, the interest for this, I mean, we've seen this with a couple of other custom Zombies maps, but a Transit remake, I I don't know if it's just because Virgo's that good or it's because Transit is just a fan favorite at this point. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy to say that. Or a a fan request. I think it's a bit of both. Virgo's very talented. God bless success. I'm so happy that This may be the thing to get you even more exposure to where you can get offered a job from Treyarch, from Raven. This is incredible work, my guy. We're talking about Bus Route B. We're talking about No Lava, the Transit that was supposed to drop. So here's what I'll say. Building off of Austin Thompson donated earlier, he was asking, do I want to see a Transit remake in Outbreak or or a round-based version? Here's the thing. I'd rather them do an Outbreak green run because that's what Treyarch wanted to do anyway back during Black Ops 2. Do that. Because if you want a traditional round-based transit that runs smooth on Black Ops 3, Virkle's got that provided for you. But Mr. DK, we don't all have we don't all have PCs. We don't all have BO3 on the computer. I get it. But unfortunately, if that's what you want to play, you gotta have a computer for it. That it, it's like people out there who are like, oh there's no round-based maps in Cold War, but I'm like Onslaught. Hello, do you have a PlayStation? There's endless round-based maps on the multiplayer experiences, and I bet you don't even play multiplayer. If you only care about zombies, you don't play Fireteam. You don't play six v six. You shouldn't have a problem with doing round-based experiences on the multiplayer maps. Big deal. There's no mystery box. You don't need one. There's surges instead of waves. Who cares? Same thing with you know. Oh, you know, I want more. I want more BO3 maps. You, you don't even. You have an endless library of them. If you have a PC, by the way, endless library of custom maps that are dropping every week. So I'm excited for this. My computer can handle custom zombies better than ever at this point. so this is incredible, man. looking forward, and I, you know, I just think this is this is, this is a milestone. I mean we've seen bus Depot, town. we've seen what other remasters have we seen on, on customs. We've seen a, a lot of a lot of maps brought back. Um, my brain's farting here. We saw we saw areas of dieize, areas of buried, but to see a true envisioning of of, of bus Depot transit. I mean, this is incredible, dude um people the latest one uploaded a few hours ago yeah let me pull that up real quick uh yeah you did a nice overview of the map here i'll, I'll play this real quick yeah you kind of have go through the bus depot the bus a lot of buses there <laughs> as you can see what were you, gonna say, you were gonna say something? oh
1: yeah i was gonna say uh vertical made uh berkeley lane right i'm pretty sure yes am i
0: tripping i swear I, i'm, I I'm pretty this.
1: sure he made berkeley lane Hold i also up.
0: love that map that is i played that i played a shot of that map when it came out yeah like, i was there. gonna honey badger game
1: I was gonna say I was gonna say something about Berkeley something about 47 Berkeley Lane is that uh I b I don't I, I don't think the Easter egg has dropped yet. I remember I was really hyped for that Easter egg to drop. I really I like that map. I
0: agree. Yeah, because uh, yeah. custom zombies kind of filled this emptiness I had last year during the modern warfare season. Cause I was still playing Black Ops for a multiplayer, some blackout, but needed something new. I was I was, you know, feeling down about everything. I wasn't sure what's going on content wise. And custom zombies, man, it was. I just it sparked my interest last year a lot. I was playing a lot of it. Let's pull up his other upload. He was talking about here. Uh, Virgo mentioned. Let's see, 19k subs, man. Let's freaking go, dude. Get you to 100k. Return to transit dev update number two. Make, dude. It's not. Yeah, it's doing. The video is doing well. I mean, I'm really happy. That's getting you some exposure, man. You deserve it. And that's the thing too with, with custom mappers. The way I look at it, right, you don't get compensated for making these experiences. You don't. But the portfolio you're building by making these maps because more than likely if you're making custom maps this often you're probably looking into a professional career out of mapping or some type of development engineering so this is amazing in your portfolio man this is huge for job interviews for dev studios out there who make these kind of games they're gonna look at this and say hey you're the man for the job so look how look how much better it's looking man holy crap and hopefully Virgo, the success of these videos is motivating you more to get the job done right because The interest is there i mean the i would say the pressure's almost on right you want to get this right (laughs) but take your time with it i mean there's really no rust even if green run outbreak releases in black ops cold war we still want to see a traditional round based transit remake even on black ops 3's engine hey for sure um i was advocating for a transit remake on black ops 4 because i'm like you know what blaze phase or blaze space whatever the perk was called that perk would have been great for like jumping through the lava (laughs) in black ops 4 zombies right that would have been cool. But yeah, this looks great, man. Absolutely blown away. Is there a video on how to get custom zombies on PC? Yeah, so if you have Black Ops 3 on the Steam Workshop, all you have to do is go to the Steam Workshop and search Black Ops 3 and all the zombies custom apps will come up. There's even multiplayer uh, tools you can download, multiplayer customs you can you can download as well. So the Steam Workshop on Black Ops 3 is your best friend for finding these custom experiences. You have to make sure, though, that your computer can handle everything. Um, some computers can't and things run rough, but you want to make sure that... Everything's running smoothly, frame rate-wise and all that. I wish I had money for a gaming PC. You don't have to even have a gaming PC. If you have, a like, for example, I mean, you can laugh all you want. I have a beefed-out custom iMac 4K, and I run a Windows partition, a Windows boot camp, to run programs like OBS and Steam so that I can play Black Ops Street Custom Zombies, so I can stream, you know, to YouTube and whatnot, do the podcast. Because on Mac, Steam and OBS don't run as well. But on Windows, everything runs fine. I have, I have the power in my computer to run the programs, but the software is important as well With how you're running it in the background So, um, you know I had a dream a while ago about reaching a tweet About reading a tweet from Treyarch announcing the road to Green Run for, for Outbreak, and I was slightly pissed Yeah, it's like I said though Outbreak, Green Run I talked about it before To me would be their vision of Transit That was supposed to be in Black Ops 2 Where it's laid out all open Semi-open world, the bus takes you from place to place Regions, objectives In every location, you know that's different from a round-based experience with an Easter egg, right? If you have if you have an outbreak experience, much different from the transit we know from Black Ops 2, where it's kind of like, oh yeah, take the bus here and there. There's like one four-step Easter egg, two sides, not too much going on. You're bringing this to the next level, man. For Black Ops 3, no denizens, like dude, that, that that's incredible, my guy. I'm looking forward to this. Um, Treyarch on hiring level designers right now. I'm sure they will once they get development. Started heavy on COD 2023. I'm sure you'll end up seeing that. Even Raven, too. Raven would be cool. Um, but a lot of, speaking of devs, a lot of devs have been jumping ship lately from Call of Duty Studios. Specifically, we have, let me pull this up real quickly. We have, I think the main narrative directors at Infinity Ward have left Infinity Ward because of creative differences or they've, they've, found new opportunities that are rare, as they said. Let me pull that up real quickly because one thing I wanted to mention, if anybody's still concerned about the Jeff Leach situation with why he was let go, all I'll say about it is that he wasn't let go because of the Twitch controversy. That was fake news clickbait. What it was, something completely unrelated, but is similar to the deal with this narrative director who has left Infinity Ward. So... If you want to see more information about why Jeff Leach was let go and what he's doing, what he's up to, what really happened with that controversy on Twitch, he went into that on James C. Burns' podcast, uh, Sarge's Corner, a couple of days ago. So check that out if you guys want some info on Jeff Leach. I won't say too much in this podcast because I want to be careful with the territory and the waters. I'll be touching with that. It's a bit risky, a bit blacklist level kind of shit. So I want to be careful with that one. But what is officially confirmed, which Charlie Intel went over, is... As they said, let me pull this up real quickly. We have Taylor Kurosaki and Jacob Minkoff. Hope I said their names right. They were actually from Naughty Dog. Came to Infinity Ward in 2014. And they've announced they have left the studio after seven wonderful years with them. So they were responsible for Infinite Warfare, which, in my opinion, is one of the top tier Next Gen COD campaigns. Beautiful campaign. Holy shit. And they worked on Modern Warfare 2019. I'm not a big fan of Modern Warfare 2019, but they worked on that as well. They've left. Now... What was said, which I'll say this and this only, is that activist is going in a different direction with the second Modern Warfare. What that means, a bit unclear. The recasting Ghost, probably. Are they still going to go with the same plot they had planned like a year ago for the next Modern Warfare? Maybe, but people are jumping ship. I think uh, somebody from Raven left yesterday, too. I don't know if Charlie Intel mentioned this, but somebody from Raven ended up leaving after many years. So I definitely think. Uh, we're seeing some new beginnings with Call of Duty going forward. I think if devs weren't a fan of, like, this heavy Warzone spotlight, Warzone integration, they might be jumping ship. If devs weren't a fan of crossing everything over from Black Ops and Modern Warfare, they might jump ship, too. So let's see how this affects the franchise going forward. But at the end of the day, Activision did confirm they're hiring, what, what they say, 2,000 more developers over all, across all their studios over the next year? So they're not, they're not down bad or anything with devs. <laughs> They'll be doing just fine. Um, narratively though, I'm hoping that Treyarch stays the same, you know, Craig Houston and whatnot, but Infinity Ward, I don't know. Sledgehammer has me intrigued though. Sledgehammer, you know, if they're writing a spiritual successor to World War II, they kind of branches off a different direction, down for it. If it's tied into Black Ops Modern Warfare, that's gonna take some work. So let, let's see how they pull that off. But figured I'd bring that up real quickly. Have some devs leaving the studio there. Um, I just want to bring up something that I couldn't actually believe I was seeing, Um, Actually, I wrote this down on my notes. Let me actually pull this up real quickly. (laughs) So first off, uh, this is a two-part conversation. First, people out there who were hating on Fireteam Elimination, I didn't get to bring this up earlier, people were hating on it. I saw some tweets who were by some pretty popular creators out there. I actually responded to a few of them. I probably shouldn't have, but they were saying stuff like Blackout just wasn't it. There was no content to make. It was dry. You know, It was repetitive. And I'm like, wait a second now. What is Warzone then? Blackout had character missions, Easter eggs, zombies, boss fights, wonder weapons. Blackout had a lot going for it, despite not being free to play, despite not having much budget after the first six months, despite not having crossplay. Still pull off a lot. What is Warzone then? Uh, the Warzone content I see is Twitch highlights and gameplay, which to me is not really—I mean, not entertaining to me, but might be for other people. It's not really innovative content or creative. It's just reuploading your Twitch clips. I see best loadouts. I see, what is it with Warzone, camping spots, what else, high kill gameplays. Um, and it's not disrespecting Warzone content, but when you say that Blackout had nothing, what are you saying Warzone has then? You know, I get it, if you built your career off Warzone, if Warzone made you as, as a creator, I get it, you're not going to have much to say about Blackout because it didn't do much for you, but at least speak some facts here, at least be honest about that. Because you look at the the content difference between Blackout and Warzone, interest might be there more for Warzone, but it's not like Warzone offers more than Blackout does. At least in my opinion, more weapons, of course, to release every often, but it wasn't like they have new locations dropping more often or Easter eggs and boss fights. No, <laughs> so it's like the disrespect towards Blackout always gets me, man. It really gets me. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I think I think the main thing to i mean we've said this before but it just it just feels like blackout actually has a soul and you can see it with fireteam elimination as well oh yeah it just feels like it just feels like there's just life in the mode yeah and you can definitely see that in blackout i mean character missions new easter eggs actual map updates right i mean i'm pretty sure blackout blackout had more map updates than warzone in its first
0: year hijack ghost town whatever dancey in the modern warfare cycle just shipwreck you can't count the oh they opened the stadium they they opened the, the train station that, that's bullshit how about new locations entirely one well,
1: yeah and not, not only just was it the uh the hijack or what not only was it just hijacked and ghost town full a,
0: updates environments it, lighting yeah
1: yeah new new map lighting which they have done with rebirth which makes sense it's part of the cold war stuff now um and then you can also look at like they added new little, new little like apartment areas in in Blackout and stuff with, oh, yeah, when yeah. Ghost Town came in, right? right. Uh, it, crazy! I don't know. It, and they they added more character missions too throughout the yeah throughout the time. So, like they our, arguably, crew, like, Prestigious
0: Key agreed with this as well. We like Blackout more than Warzone, but it doesn't mean I'm going to hate on Warzone. I'm really enjoying Power Grab. I'm really enjoying Plunder. I love Rebirth. I still respect Warzone a lot. I play it. I use it for gameplay. I cover the Easter eggs that dropped, the events. But I enjoy it, but I prefer Blackout. Just my opinion, just subjective. But when you want to argue, oh, factually, Blackout didn't have much content. It was dead. It's like, did, did you actually play it for more than five minutes? I wrote, it, I wrote it down right here verbatim. You know, it's crazy how most Warzone creators or just other channels in general won't have a nice thing to say about Blackout when they gave up on it after five minutes since their channels weren't blowing up like they were with Warzone. Of course. I mean, that's kind of what I see with that. And again, you blew up off Warzone, great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. But at least be honest about what Blackout was. Don't lie just because it, Blackout didn't work for you or your channel at the time. I don't get it, man. It's like, you know, uh, it, the disrespect, man. It, 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 go, it goes. It's crazy sometimes, man. I can't even speak. Um, Verko says something I want to read real quick. He said, I want Call of the Warzone to release as its own game that includes multiple zombies campaigns every year. Like, it's, oh, dude, I was saying this earlier. Wouldn't be surprised at one point if Warzone contained a small multiplayer mode, you know, limited weapons, limited maps. Just kind of bridging the gap a little bit for that COD mobile model to come in for the mainstream series where pretty much everything goes free to play one day, ripping off the band aid slowly. They might enforce us with more bundles, microtransactions and whatnot, but then every other mode goes free. Maybe they'll do that. But the way that COD's selling better and better every year now they're probably gonna keep that cycle going for a while, but then slowly transitioning us to this free-to-play system as well. We'll see.
1: You know, I I will bet I I'll bet like all the money to my name, outbreak is going free-to-play. Oh, one
0: Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, zombies will have it. I think I think Activision knows the era of just dropping round-based maps every three months. That's that's way past its fucking deadline. That's over. So, do you want to keep priming that content? Sure. But they have to step But If Zombies wants to continue surviving in this day and age, you have to innovate it. You can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. What's the definition of insanity? Repeating the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So if you do Outbreak, make it free to play, and you appeal to a new audience, maybe an audience that plays Warzone, that's how you keep Zombies alive while still updating it in the paid version of the new Black Ops. You know what I mean? So I'm just curious how Zombies will look when sledgehammer infinity war come out with new games will those games have zombies modes will they will those games have outbreak experiences will they update treyarch's outbreak like how how will that work right you know that a lot of questions with that but um activision knows what they're doing man they have they have a very clear plan in mind for multiplayer zombies in war so i have no doubts that they're gonna pull off something very special in the next couple of years so let me pull up let me pull up something real quick for a rush game of BO4, it had three zombies maps the first day. And no, and that's true, right? The argument that oh, BO4 had this at launch was it received well though? Did Activision see a drastic change in community reception by dropping four zombie maps at launch, blackout at launch, a lot of multiplayer maps, same hate? So they're like, why put in that work again, especially in a pandemic? Why, why do all that if it didn't work? Th- if it didn't work that time, why would it work this time? You know, Activision is known for seeing something that doesn't work and immediately building on that and changing it for their next game. They're not going to just bring us the same bullshit that didn't work the first time. You know what I mean? So if you're you're like, why did BO4 have this? Why did BO3 have that? Clearly, the numbers didn't show Activision that that was working, so they changed it. (laughs) That's a a simple answer to your question, man. Simplest answer I could think of. Um, Let's see what else we have here. We also have a problem with massive cheating in Warzone going on. So there is somebody that I wrote down. Let me pull it up i think it's on my phone actually um i'm gonna get my phone real quick entertain the chat for two seconds let me go grab my i have the note on my phone which i don't have in okay. front of me. yeah Once one second
1: i mean uh i mean i we're probably gonna start talking about this but you know Warzone and cheating uh i see a lot of people get they get very heated about this topic i mean i personally i've never ran into a lot of cheaters playing war zone i played a decent amount and you know uh I, i'm not like the biggest player on it but when i do play it it's not like every single game i run into with someone walling uh dk is just looking at something else falling. all right let's see i'm not being held captive Oh, well, i'm not being held captive <laughs> being held
0: captive what's up what's up with the captivity comments man not, it sounds like uh podcast is a prison or something what's going on uh so oh my god here we go former twitch rivals mvp america the great is under heavy accusations of cheating in both Warzone and Cold War This was tweeted by Modern Warzone by the way I I put it in my notes He has allegedly been caught asking for stream safe cheats On a hacking cheating forum Expecting there to be More details surfacing soon So I mean where do I start with this one right When you're at a level (laughs) Where you're professionally playing Call of Duty How on earth Do you expect to get away with Cheating in Warzone I, I don't I just can't see where that would work um, on top of that, being the Twitch Rivals MVP, all, all this says to me is that all of these events, these tournaments, these Warzone get-togethers, all these Warzone content creators, I, I trust all of that so much less now. I don't believe that players who win these tournaments are winning because they're that good. Maybe they are. There are some that are. I I will put it that way. But from the gameplay I've seen every once in a while, I'm looking at freaking a lot of these You know, Warzone content creators. No names, by the way. Getting in these handicapped, potato-ass lobbies. You cannot sit there and tell me that they're that good at the game. Where the enemies are doing this. They're shooting up. They're looking up this way. Running into walls. They can't shoot a gun to save their life. You cannot tell me those are actual lobbies, bro. It's reverse boosting. It's cheating. That's separate, of course, from like, you know... And that's, that's the VPN stuff. That's separate from actually looking for cheats and hacks on these forums. Like this guy was doing. I But... I mentioned in the video before. Let, let me sound as honest as possible. I'm not trying to belittle Warzone content creators, good Warzone players. They exist. They're great people. But there's a lot of them as well that take advantage of this and go through every length and mile to win tournaments, get win money. You know, get these easy lobbies, easy gameplays. I mean, do you trust any of this shit now? When you see stuff like that pop up, do you trust any of these Twitch streamers and these tournaments? Do you can you can you trust them anymore? What do you think about that?
1: That's. I mean, that's a tough question because it all kind. Of, it all kind of comes down to whether or not you always have a tin foil hat on or not. Fair. Um, Fair. I mean, I, I. I. don't watch a lot of Warzone content creators. Like, I don't watch Swag. Uh, I mean, the only Warzone person I actually watch consistently and almost every single day is Tifu. Fair. And I. And I know Tifu. Tifu hasn't cheated. You know, he's he's won a lot of money playing Fortnite. He's on. He's won a lot of money playing Warzone. So, I and, and the enemies he faced, like he dies. He dies a decent yeah, amount of times. He gets frustrated. He gets, and that's the thing.
0: I'm not accusing a lot of big names that stream Warzone of this, but there are other big names that have been caught doing this. Like, this is factual, by the way. Dick certo posted this article. A long rumored Warzone hacker has been banned on Twitch just a few months after winning 10K in a Twitch Rivals tournament. So, I'm like, Dick Certo's reporting this. Charlie Intel's reporting this. This is not fake news. Twitch streamers getting banned live on stream. I mean, cheating. I am mean, wh- where does it stop, dude? I'm, I, and again, free to play games, so it's easier to do it than ever. But, you know, you see these reports and I'm like, am I surprised? Not really. But like you said, and this is important, don't want to have a tinfoil hat on. Every time you see a Twitch streamer doing well, a Warzone player playing some great games, doing good gameplays, I don't want to accuse everybody of reverse boosting and using VPNs and cheating. You never really know what the person's doing. So I'm not going to go and create false accusations. But when you see proof like this surfacing on major news outlets, of course, I'm going to come on and say that's fucked up.
1: <laughs> but what yeah, it's, say- also, it's also hard to it's kind of hard to ignore that fact. while like you know, there's proof of people doing it, big people that are doing it. So how could you not know that other big people aren't doing it as well? It's. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of scary. It's really, kind it's what scary. I call a
0: never ending open conversation. There's no answer, no solution. There's no way we can determine the truth. Nothing we could do on the other side, right? We, can, we don't know what they're doing. But w- one thing that I want to make clear too is, I'll tell you my pet peeve, is a lot of these, there's a lot of zone creators, to be specific, that are really egotistical. I'll tell you that. And, I'll, and I always look at them like, yeah, they have success. They got the numbers. They're doing good. But off what, right? You, you think about it their success is really on Twitch with playing the game, whether they're cheating or not. They're good at the game. They get success on Twitch. They then hire somebody to post all of their Twitch highlights into a YouTube channel. They pay their editor, like, what, 40K a year or whatnot to post other <laughs> clips on a YouTube channel. that then doubles the profit, essentially, maybe triples it, if not more, right? But all the ego comes from their Warzone gameplay. But then, you know, the content they're producing, really, it's not even, it's not even content on YouTube, really. It's Twitch highlights. So... I love when I see a humble Warzone creator that has success, does well, but doesn't boast about it, doesn't doesn't act high and mighty like, oh, I'm not cheating. I could prove it to you right now and I'm just good at the game. You know, you're, you're a hater. You don't like my money. It's like when I see that, I'm like, come on, bro. Be a little more humble about it. You know what I mean? I talk about Call of Duty news and I'm able to live off of it. I'm grateful, but it doesn't matter, you know, how much success you see or what you're doing. You can't have an ego about it, man. You can't you can't you can't be above everybody else thinking that you're better. It's like you can make a joke about me talking about news. You can say that's easy. I can make a joke about you saying that it's easy to just turn on your fucking camera, play Warzone for seven hours, and then have your have your buddy re upload it for you on a YouTube channel for you know why while you pay him a, a penny of what you actually earn. You know what I mean? So it's like we, we can make fun of the content all we want, but the the, the egos, the personalities, like, come on, bro and especially when they're doing that having an ego and a personality but then they're cheating and they get caught for it. how embarrassing is that bro (laughs) like
1: come on i don't i don't think it i don't think it's typically an issue with how the content releases because realistically everybody has their own kind of hustle with the way they do content yeah everybody
0: does everybody does
1: but it's the i think it's important to look at the way that that they do with the success of the content is more important than the actual content itself in some cases. Oh, I know. I agree. I, I,
0: I That's actually the point I, I wanted to make. If it came out differently, then that's kind of what I mean. It's like, yeah. not, not even the content they're making, but it's when they boast about that content, act all, all, act, act all high and mighty, but then they're cheating. It's like, wh- <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Um, some comments in chat here. There's a bug in CSGO that was being abused for a major advantage and, and evidence stretched back over multiple years with such a large amount of teams that they were banned the entire... Scene, w- oh, if they were banned, the entire scene would die. Good point. If a bigger channel such as a Swag and Nick Merckx, not talking about them at all, but let's say, a what if if channels like them or them got caught with shit like this? That'd be a very bad look for Activision, for Warzone. I mean, Swag, for example, bless his success. He's talking to the vice president recently. He was on a fucking Zoom call with Kamala Harris and making these big, uh, was it Time Magazine interviews or Forbes something? bless him he's one of like the first i think very large african-american call of duty content creators that's really really made it major deals teamed with phase bless him if, if he's being legit 100 keep it going but imagine if someone like him or him got caught with shit like this that's very very bad pr for activision so like virko saying maybe they would sweep it under the rug if they got caught they wouldn't want it to go public but someone like this twitch rivals mvp it went public didn't really affect Warzone too much. But I could definitely see Activision probably saying, bro, what's going on here, dude? Someone just won 10-15K off a tournament, but they were cheating. Like, it's not even cheating as far as, like, modding hacks and aim bots. The VPN stuff, bro, you're getting put into, like, these Indian lobbies. I think someone said they were Indian or just non-NA lobbies you know some very far part of the world where the internet isn't good mm. for those people the players are lagging they can't even play properly you're getting put into those lobbies like mopping mopping the floor bro i'm talking 40 50 kill games mopping the floor cod mobile we have proof of that we were accidentally reverse boosting in cod mobile when when cod mobile was still the, what was it beta what was it or was it early when, release? when it was what early was it?
1: when it was early release in australia
0: okay you and I were playing it. We were getting guaranteed nukes every game in the cup because the players weren't moving, dude. They, they were from other countries. With the true. internet the internet wasn't good there in those countries. They couldn't play properly. So it's a guaranteed win for us. So you're translating that to Warzone tournaments where money's on the line? Are you kidding me? Like, that? that's actually, that's ridiculous, bro. That, that's something I wanted to bring up today because I'm like, I see that stuff and I'm like, dude, um, unbelievable, man. Esports Integrity Commission, who works with Valve, basically said, don't do it again then there'll be punishment yeah i'm sure that i'm sure that was useful (laughs) i'm sure that worked out in the end um but yeah man i mean whatever you're dealing with tournaments there's always going to be people going above and beyond cheating and you know trying to hide it never going to solve that problem but with world specifically with the pr it has with the lack of anti-cheat that people are claiming it has anti-cheat but with the free-to-play aspect of it that's what's harming it the most will that be fixed no but we'll see if activision invests invest in more security protocols to help this out but I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. I I don't, I'm not a huge fan of like the competitive side of Warzone. I don't take it too serious because of issues like this. I just, I just, it's hard for me to take it serious when stuff like this, when stuff like this comes out. I just, I have a hard time with that. But if a creator like Swag or Nick Merckx, if they're doing good, they're not cheating, not using VPNs, not exploiting, not doing anything shady, God bless your success, man. Keep it going. I, I, I support, I support, uh, new levels of Call of Duty content creation making it in this day and age aside from news guides leaks multiplayer footage the fact that Warzone thinks the the fact that Warzone has taken content to another level that's awesome but if they're not being legitimate then we got to hold them accountable as well it's just that's, that's not fair man um what else is going on here let me catch
1: god um, oh, damn we were going for a while holy yeah, shit yeah no we have
0: and chat i'm surprised this podcast has survived because Usually when OBS is telling me the connection is dead on my stream, YouTube will just, it just won't work on YouTube. But somehow the audio is still coming in clear. It's just a video that's choppy. So I know for a fact there's a couple issues going on. One, there was maintenance for Xfinity in a couple of areas around me that could be hitting me. YouTube real time was down for about two days this past week. So I couldn't actually see how a video was performing. So funny enough, I posted a video and it said 10 out of 10, zero views for the first two hours, you know, it wasn't zero views, but the analytics side of YouTube studio was broken. I couldn't see how a video was doing. I had to go to like the like count or just the, the unupdated YouTube view count to see if video was doing well. I couldn't see the analytics for it, real time was down. So YouTube might be having a problem. My internet might be, it could be both. I'm not sure what it is, but thankfully the audio is crystal clear since it's a podcast after all. But if the internet works well, I do wanna do one podcast, or I'm sorry, one gameplay stream this Sunday. Since Thursday coming up, June 3rd, I am going out of town to Mackinac Island, Michigan. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, no cars on the island either. So I'll be parking the car, getting on a ferry, hopping over to D-car. the island. car Yeah, uh, parking the D-car, uh, the, D- the D-mobile. That sounds worse. That sounds more graphic yeah. than D-car. <laughs> D-mobile, I'm, Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, I'm, po- I'm, pointing to the, I'm pointing to Michigan right now. I live like... 40 minutes away from it. So. Yeah. Majority might pull up, bros. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, going out of town Thursday to Sunday, Thursday to
0: Monday of uh, June 3rd to the 7th. I think that is June 3rd to the 7th. Um, highly needed vacation, man. And it's not because, oh, my, my mental health is dead from YouTube. It's not that either. I know people do say that. Some people do have actual mental health struggles with content. I, I understand that. But with me, it's not it's not a, a burnt out with YouTube thing. It's more of I need some fresh air. I just want to, you know, go on a little bit of a road trip. I had one plan last summer. Couldn't do it because of COVID. So, Kind of uh taking the lady out for a special, special weekend, a long weekend that is, and it's gonna be fun. But content still gonna is, be uploads. Still gonna be yep. uploads no matter what. I mean, it, it may it, i always say this it's it's a vacation, but it's kind of not because the time before the vacation is gonna be like crunch time to get videos done uh ahead of schedule. So I have a season four info news roundup and breakdown video. Looking forward to that. That'll probably be dropping on Thursday when I'm when I first leave. Uh pre-recorded podcast for Friday potentially a video to go live after that we'll see so what i'll be doing is pre-recording the podcast and then premiering it as a stream that friday night just as usual you just won't see a chat box (laughs) it'll be empty but that'll be fine definitely a video for saturday ish Um, i'm planning on a video discussing the chaos story something i haven't talked about in a while because cod mobile kind of reignited a spark with the chaos story a little bit so we'll be talking about that in that video and also some other stuff talking about with chaos stuff that came up recently that i wanted to discuss rumors and some other info and then i have one other video uh, in mind that I won't, I won't discuss too much now but i do another video in mind hopefully for that sunday and i'll be back that monday for the usual monday marketing call of duty uh, call of duty roadmap blog post or whatnot and then season four marketing should be starting right when i come back which is great we have ga- the days of summer or games of summer i keep forgetting the name of this uh is it Days of Summer? No, not Days of Summer. Ga- summer Games Fest. I've I up the name too many times. Summer Games Fest by Jeff Keighley, I believe, the uh, host of E3. Activision will be there. So we should be expecting Sledgehammer's 2021 announcement, possibly Season 4 marketing, some other games, lots of other franchises as well. Um, one thing I brought up in a recent video too, which I can't show you on screen, uh, Days of... I can't, I can't say it right. Summer Games 2021 from Modern Warfare is coming back, or the Summer Games event is coming back into black ops cold war the image or logo of it did leak out on twitter a bit early so it'll probably be dropping at the start of season four i think modern warfare has dropped at like season five reloaded that's really late that was like late august but we're seeing it i think as soon as june so i'm looking forward to that obviously about eight more gunfight tournaments to go before the end of cold war cycle so lots more to look forward to with that there wasn't one this week i noticed that there wasn't one this week maybe next week we'll see one keep things fresh right every other week they drop one that's fine uh do you use your Instagram? I don't, man. I don't know what happened with Instagram. I, I have one. I update the bio with my sub count every once in a while, but I don't ever post images on it anymore. I, I just, I stopped using Facebook and Instagram a lot. Facebook, I'll use when like I get tagged in something or whatnot to read some information. But Twitter's my main social media next to YouTube, my guy. And I'm on Discord a lot too, you know, responding to comments and whatnot. Um, yeah, anything else that I forgot to mention? I'm trying to think. Anything else that I haven't brought up? Season three reloaded, season four. Um, what else? What else are we looking at?
1: Do do do. I I can talk about outbreak all night, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I we we not talk about outbreak enough. But okay
0: yeah. Lama, you lose literally the best. I appreciate that, man. I try to be I try to be different from other people, right? Not not just covering all three modes, but you know, mixing in official news. Let's talk about some rumor news. Talk about some ideas I have. Let's mix all that together. And that, that's why I laugh whenever people confuse what kind of channel I am, because some people will be like, oh. You know this isn't confirmed. Why are you talking about it? I'm like, am I a channel that just like a robot reads? Oh, this was confirmed. Hey, 10 second 10 second topic. Hey, three minute video. That's not what kind of channel I am. I go through very lengthy videos of. You know, compiled information, compiled news, rumors, whether it's leaks, you know, trailer breakdowns, roadmaps. I like doing it all. So I want to be different from other channels in that sense. On top of covering what I would say all three modes relatively equally as best as I can. Whether that's just showing gameplay in the background or going through guides or, you know, the news for that week. Um, Like I said earlier, I typically only do about one zombies video a week when there's a lot of material but this past week we had like lots of material to make three videos out of so i took advantage of that very quickly my next video unless some breaking news drops should be more around some other general cut updates and some fire team elimination updates to try to confirm which i think are beautiful they went through some actual changes to the mode whether it's the zone the loadouts the loot uh timers everything so they've gone through a lot of updates about it i'll be talking about it in a video um I've also stopped using Insta for a while. Twitter is where it's at. I don't know, man. Is it just me or does Twitter just have everything for me? It has the funny tweets. It has the news, the breaking updates. It has everything I'm looking for from like Treyarch, Charlie Intel. I mean, the leak rumor accounts. What, why do I have to go on Facebook for it, right? It's, that's, that's the way I look at it. Um, let me see. People are going to praise Chaos soon? Oh, for sure, bro. Oh, but in Black Ops 4, they pulled off two stories, but now they can't even pull off one. It's like, bro, the Intel... In Black Ops Cold or Zombies chat, I'm telling you, seriously, has me interested in a way I've never been interested about Zombies before. I just feel excited because there's like four plots going on behind the scenes in Zombies right now. Kravchenko and the Accursed One, Samantha and her powers, Requiem Secret Director, possibly Eddie. You have this Valentina plot in Berlin. I mean, you have all of this shit happening. And I'm like, wow, th- uh, there's not just one thing going on. There's like four or five. So a lot to look forward to. Stakes are high right now. I love it. I don't mind... Reading Intel, listening to radios. It takes me five fucking minutes to do it. Oh, we it's start a cutscene. I'm like, cutscenes don't tell all the story, bro. Come on, man. E- even in Black Up Street and 4, it didn't. There were still ciphers in Intel that told us that story for those games. Intel's important, but the execution is what has people kind of confused, right? It's like, oh, well, it's not telling the story in game. Then why should I have to go dig for it? You don't have to dig for it. If you care about zombies, you'll find it in five minutes. The Intel is across the street or across that building over there. Pick it up. You know what I mean? So... It's it's not even worth going into about the, the community's reception of things. But I will say, as I put in my notes, right, you know, there's people, there's people out there who do two things. One, they don't follow the news through other sources such as Twitter, Facebook, their blog websites. Sometimes a channel like mine or another could be their only source of news out there. And to think about that, it's crazy to grasp that. That's a lot of responsibility. You know, I I feel honored that you come to me for updates and info it means the world but there's other people out there who really already know what's going on but just want to put a crater down it's crazy right the community is full of some very different types of people that have different agendas different ideas I respect everybody out there who's nice provides constructive criticism but for those out there who want to see the world burn it's like dude <laughs> what are you doing man who are these people my guy um see any other comments I have to go through real quick before we wrap up this week's episode let me know if I miss anything. Yeah, uh, all zombies community or beauties, let's rise up and make it a full-blown game. Hey, man, I think every, every part of the Call of Duty community, multiplayer, zombies, warzone, it's full of great people. Each part of the community is full of some great people. I think the Reddit has its uses sometimes, you know, some great articles you can pull up, some great threads and ideas that are found. Um, there, there's a pro and con to everything in this world, but when it comes to COD community specifically, there's more generous people than there are negative people. I'll put it that way, but sometimes the negative people really get to your head. Sometimes negative people truly bother me, bother others. Sometimes it's like, dude, can you take five minutes to verify the bullshit you're talking? Can you take five minutes to watch this video before you comment? Oh, clickbait, false info. If I post a 25 minute video and you comment clickbait in the first two minutes, it's up. How did you watch it? It's not physically possible. So you must be out there with an agenda just to hate on me or what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I find that funny, man. Virgo, thanks, buddy. Great podcast, by the way. Yeah, every single Friday here on this channel, Bombcast will premiere, whether it's pre-recorded, which it usually won't be, but next Friday it will be. And it only will be a week off whenever something's going on with our health or a big update that drops, something that we can't actually make it to the podcast. But usually every Friday we should be having a podcast. Um DK, why I see you playing with voice actors and not others. Like you out here actually having fun with the people who make the who made the game. Gotta love the effort before you go. This, this is a real good point to wrap up on. And Fajardi, we talked about this before. Let, let's kind of let's touch on this in a, a very descriptive way that doesn't get misinterpreted. I sometimes feel like, right, that people like us almost get not stepped on, kind of overshadowed, kind of uh, misinterpreted, almost ignored as if we don't exist compared to other people in the community who I would argue do a lot less in terms of Community interaction, teaming up with devs, voice actors. You know what I mean? I feel like we try our best, and this is our goal, to go outside of the box, above and beyond the norm of quality content creation. Let, let's team up with a voice actor. Let's talk about a certain rumor nobody else's. Let, let's make something nobody else has made. Let's make a video or a thumbnail that nobody else has tried. Let, let's go above and beyond the norm. Yet, people out there will still prefer the norm. They'll still look at, oh, you know, I watch my typical. Multi-million sub YouTuber, I'll still look at the multi-millioner channel instead. I won't. I won't. I'll I'll complain that things are stale. Cod content sucks, but I won't pay attention to the smaller people doing different things. You know what I mean? And it's almost like we go above and beyond. We try our best to do more, and it gets attention. You know, people out there do recognize that, and we all appreciate that. We're humble about it. But then you see people out there doing the same old thing. You know, whether it's nostalgic posts, talking about the same topics, and they get they'll get some traction on it. And it's like. Or people arguing, they want something different, but then they get it from other people and they're just, you know, they're not taking it. Like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? So kind of, kind of building that real quickly before we wrap up a little bit. What do you think about that? Kind of like that, that not an overshadow, but kind of just this, people are like, oh, these something different. Who cares? You know, I want, I want to go back to the usual thing I was watching or doing. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, I mean that, that's, that's something really hard to touch on without sounding like an asshole. Exactly, um, and, and
0: that's, that's why I was like, let's carefully process without without boasting ourselves or sounding like we're above and beyond anybody because we're not. You know what I mean?
1: Go into that though. I mean, I mean, I personally say all the time my my renders are are quite uh, mediocre. Uh, you know, they're not like anything crazy. That, that's what I personally say. Not but, right. <laughs> fake. Well, false. Yeah. Yeah. well but anyway it's it's a very hard thing to talk about because you you never know the other another person can think exactly what we're thinking you know why isn't you know why why don't i get like the the recognition that this other yeah. person does um yeah you know, i mean at the end of the day i i don't i don't really care i mean there, it's all pictures on a screen yeah pictures on a screen show how much people uh enjoy something you're posting or enjoy yeah. something you're doing but it should never dictate um uh, i it, it should never take away from innovation that you want to put into right. uh what you're what you're putting out there i i think i think it's the best way to put it without guys uh, being an asshole no, which i i don't i don't think i don't think i am but you know
0: no no and that's the thing Chad, it's like sometimes and this, this is what the podcast is for because there's things that in videos i want to say sometimes and i'm like that's a bit too uh, rambly, ranty for this video. Let's save it for a different time. And usually a gameplay stream. Maybe when I go off and talk about something. But this podcast is perfect for expressing what what we mean in the most descriptive way possible, so nobody misinterprets this, takes out of context. Because let's like like he's saying. How, how do I say this without so sounding like an asshole, right? I want to say why is it that people will almost ignore or not bat an eye to the innovation we're trying to accomplish. But then they'll go up to the same old, same old channels, doing the same thing over and, and over again, it. and praise it. But then, but then later they'll go and say, "Oh, I'm so tired of COD. I'm tired of the same old shit." But there's people actually trying to change the game up a little bit. You just gotta look for it. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's not that again we're above and bu- above and beyond anybody. It's not it either. It's just we're trying to be different. So we appreciate all the recognition that we get. What, you know, and also shout out to uh, Mustard Face on Twitter just tagged me in a tweet. First time watching the podcast. Not disappointed. Uh, appreciate your support so much. Once again. The stream will never be as choppy as it probably has been tonight, video-wise. It's usually crystal clear, 1080p, 60fps, but internet is just not having it tonight. We have 83,000 dropped frames on OBS. That's crazy. So the internet is definitely not working today, but thank God the audio went through because that's all that really matters for the podcast. But um, if you want to ever re-listen to this, it's on all major audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and like eight others you've probably never heard of in your life. It's hilarious. Um, Thanks to Anchor, who redistributes the podcast to other platforms out there we have some sponsored content coming up in the next few weeks uh, my agency has luckily found some cool deals coming up so expect some interesting announcements and partnerships that i'm looking forward to it was kind of funny because my channel hit a peak um i would say late may all throughout or late april and throughout most of may it hit a peak i never saw before the channel success was through the roof meant the world to both of us um but for some reason the agency was going through some like uh management shifts and they weren't able to bring as much brand deals as they should. So it's like, God damn, right. The channel's at its peak and <laughs> we had less brand deals than ever, but it's all right. You know, that, the business is complicated sometimes, Chad, the business is really crazy with, uh, YouTube and whatnot. But yeah, kind of, kind of wrapping up that topic we mentioned earlier though. It's like looking at, you know, the opportunities we've been given, the people we've talked to. I saw somebody who said something on the recent stream where they were like, Oh, it sucks that you're overshadowed by some of the other channels. And I'm like, I don't feel that way though. I don't feel that I, I'm ignored, so to speak, right? I think there's times when I'm like, hey, I talked about something first and nobody credited me or talked about something first and they made fun of me like Zombies Chronicles 2. All of a sudden, it's a topic for everybody to talk about. It's like, where's the recognition when I was talking about it? You were laughing at me and now you're talking about it and getting views off of it. That's silly, but I still feel like for the channel size I have, which majority has played a very large role in building with me, we're we're reaching an audience that I don't think other channels at this subscriber level are reaching. That's not boasting either. I'm just saying, looking at subscriber to viewer ratio across many other channels you see a lot of channels that are at 300k struggling to hit 1k a video sometimes you'll see channels that are at you know close to 100k which can break 100 views a week I mean it's crazy to see the the fluctuation in subscriber to viewer ratio so I think I'm just I'm beyond grateful that we're reaching an audience that cares about what I'm talking about and the news the information yeah, I'm still at, what, under 60K subs. That, that's incredible to see. I mean, it means the world that we've hit that. I would say more because we, we've changed the quality of the content on this channel, but also because Black Ops Cold has been the game I wanted it to be in terms of the content I was going to produce for it. So um, definitely definitely happy with everything that's happened lately. Sorry about the touchy topic, though, but we don't see other YouTubers playing with the voice actors or even head develop. Oh, no, yes, yeah, it's not even a touchy topic, but I get what you mean. It's like, why is it that, you know, big channels out there they could afford to take risks and could afford to kind of do whatever they want why are they not going above and beyond and trying different things whether it's playing with voice actors or posting experimental content why haven't they tried that they're kind of just staying in their own bubble with the usual content whereas smaller guys such as myself and a lot of others not just me a lot of others are really trying different things to kind of not only make a name for ourselves but reach a different audience and entice people in a new way that they may not have been before you know what i mean so um
1: good point I think think. I think the best way um, to put it, whether you're talking about with voice actors, is that like we actually thoroughly, th- thoroughly, we actually thoroughly like the game and love the game for what it is, and because of that fact, you want to innovate in a way that that would you know go be outside of the box. Like for example, I mean, if you didn't if you didn't care about a game, why would you play with a voice actor? You yeah, know? you
0: don't care. And that speaks a lot of volumes, right? I'm not saying that every content creator who has reached out to a voice actor who hasn't try different things, I'm not saying they don't like the game, but it's very, very damning when you can see a channel that only posts during certain months, I won't name any names, there's quite a few of those in the COD community, they only only post during very certain times, and and the fact is because during those times, specific months, specifically December, January-ish, CPMs are like this, super high for YouTube, which means you're gonna earn more money per view, right? So if they're posting less during the other months where CPMs are a bit lower, and in all honesty, I think CPMs, at least for me, have relatively consistent for the past couple of months. Usually it crashes after January. For me, it's been fine. But um, you can definitely see who is posting for passion, who is posting for ad revenue? There's there's creators who have admitted it in DMs to people I know. Oh yeah, I'm only posting because you know I don't I don't, really, I don't I don't like the game that much. I just care about my main source of income. I just care about you know the multiplayer, the zombies because of the money. They don't actually care about the content. When they admit those things, I'm I'm just like bro. It, it, it's just I think what's sad is that the truth will never get out about stuff like that. People out there will blindly follow these channels not knowing who the creator is. I think a goal of this podcast and a goal of you know, streaming and making a lot of videos is you get to know us more, know where I'm coming from. You know that when I have an opinion on something, it's usually backed up with some type of background knowledge that I have from playing the game for so long. You know that I care about making videos. I've been making them since I was 11 years old. I didn't make money on any video until I was 18, posting for seven years before making a dime. So you became a job during the black ops four era 2018 i'm still doing it today you could tell that i wouldn't have continued this for so long if i didn't care about the content and care about the game other channels out there that literally admit to scamming and it's ridiculous bro um
1: i but, really i mean i really remember the days when we would we, be uploading or you'd be uploading black ops four and i would be making a thumb for it for like 100 views and that was just <laughs> i was that was every single upload every single upload and,
0: i i cared so much man i'm like i just i don't know what it is maybe it's the community aspect of it chat i just love kind of connecting with an audience responding to people helping people understand something more uh i love the interaction with 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 community and i love connecting people that feel the same way about the game that i do right feel the same positivity and love for the game that i do you know what i mean i I just i think that's, that's the big part about it on top of just enjoying i guess i guess you could say playing game with playing games with a purpose People out there have a hobby. They have a full-time career or a job and they come home after a long day. They play a game or two. They go for a trophy. They go for an Easter egg. Sure. But with me, it's like, I almost, I can't find a reason to play something that much. I'm not doing anything with it. You know what I mean? It's not about money. It's more about what am I accomplishing, right? Whether it's, Helping somebody else beat something? Am I beating something for a personal goal? Why am I playing something so long? So for me, the content is kind of like a reason to keep playing for so many hours, right? I love playing the game. I play off stream all the time, multiplayer, zombies, Warzone. But when I get a good gameplay, I'm like, oh, let me record that. It's good background footage. Or I find something new. Oh, let me make a video about that. I just found something new about the story or about an Easter egg. It's like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel a purpose, <laughs> a purpose in life, dude, a, a, a personal goal in life for playing Uh, Call of Duty when I make content out of it I just feel like I'm doing something you know what I mean and I think the future of business and the future of self-employment is based a lot on social media so the fact I'm kind of dipping my feet into that and being the first generation to do it for the most part or kind of the first generation maybe the part of the second one but 2010 is just kind of the first one but this is kind of the first major generation where people are doing it more and more people than ever are making content and earning a living off of it so it's definitely changing everybody's lives in ways that we never thought possible my guy but yeah, this all wraps things up for episode 10 of our wonderful bombcast. Did I miss anything in chat or topic? I think we went through everything that I wanted to get through. Any ideas, man? Any uh, Anything I missed here? Let me pull this Um,
1: I, think we... no, I just see people talking about Virgo adding fog and transit. Lo- Dude, oh. Verco, man. <laughs> I'm
0: loving the positivity and the love that you're getting for uh, the work on that, man. I think a lot of custom mappers deserve more recognition. They deserve goddamn job applications, job opportunities. They deserve it all, man. Um, and that's what it is. You know, you could say, oh, well, custom members are not being compensated for their work. What's the point? Why it takes them so long? It's stressful, but it's like, yeah, but look at the portfolio they're building. If they're not going into a field or a career in game development of some sort, then I could see you saying, oh yeah, why put in so much time? Maybe it's a little passion, cool. But when you're going into that professionally, it makes sense to want to kind of build your portfolio up a little bit and have some process to look back at. Um, once again, chat, you'll see these scheduled episode 11 of bombcast later next week it'll be premiered live on friday as usual but it'll be pre-recorded so we'll be able to reach out but what i will say as a bit of an idea drop topics questions and ideas on my twitter discord and the comments of this stream which will go live after it's up uh let me know what you guys want discussed in the next bombcast there'll, there'll be topics to go through of course from the news next week but leave any ideas you guys want discussed since there won't be a live chat to go through next week. Um, we also might be changing up the thumbnail design for episode 11 and forward. Maybe every 10 episodes. I don't know how you feel about that. Every 10 episodes, go through a new uh, thumbnail design <laughs> for the podcast. What do you think?
1: Uh, Is that doable? Know, I, yeah, I got some ideas. I got some ideas.
0: Got some heat in mind. I mean, I had an idea of like two, two operators at, at you know sitting with microphones. I, mean, I don't know. That's probably ambitious as fuck. But you already you made a table before for uh, that stitch thumb. So we'll see. We'll see what ideas you come up with. But yeah, chat, next video will be tomorrow. Didn't want to rush out one tonight. I, I took a long nap earlier. I was feeling very ill. I'm feeling better now, though. I took took some meds, and I'm feeling a lot more clear than before. It wasn't COVID, thankfully, because I was like, whoa, I'm having some symptoms of that. But it went away. Uh, probably a, a really coincidental cold that I came, came down with. I don't know how, but uh, I'm feeling better now. I'm going to be working on some gameplay tonight I need to get for many videos that I'll be posting next week. So, uh, yeah, next video will be tomorrow. Once again, as a reminder, last reminder, internet was choppy tonight, so the video itself might be a bit dodgy on the stream, but audio-wise, should be very clear to listen to on all other audio platforms out there. Do a stream watching E3. That's actually something I wanted to bring up. You know how much I want to do that, but you know the problem with it? Everything's fucking copyrighted, man. You know, you watch a game trailer, or they play uh, some music from a scene, or they show something, and then stream gets taken down. It's like, fuck, man. Why can't they fix that problem, dude? It's the same thing with like the state of play, PlayStation events, even the Call of Duty reveal. I mean, they did the Call of Duty reveal at, um, was it Summer Games Fest last year? What was it last year? Summer Games Fest. They did some multiplayer. What the hell was it, man? It might've been GamesCon, whatever the event was. No matter what, one of the trailers they show will have claimed music, claimed footage. Your stream either gets demonetized while live or taken down shortly after you finish streaming. So it's like, I do want to do it. Maybe I will, but I don't want to harm the channel's health for uh for, for for posting you know copyrighted content just by watching a trailer on e3 maybe i'll do it um i do want to I, I do want to do this in case that activision you know comes through with some call of duty marketing which they probably will warzone's bigger than ever right now so why not um banger bombcast was a long one too typically we go for about two and a half hours ish but yeah if we ever stretch past like three that, that's kind of that's kind of uncommon which we did today i mean we're making up today for last week so it makes sense um The last Bombcast, we had two guests on. So I guess that kind of made up for last week's uh, absent episode. We had Eric and Cal on two weeks ago for, it was a three-hour one, I think. We were discussing. It was was close. Close to three hours, talking about so much in terms of everything Call of Duty, Zombie Story. Based. I mean, my my favorite episode probably today, I mean, it's hard to choose now. We had one with Damon, the Woods voice actor, GOAT uh prestigious key super wholesome episode he actually made the audio for who are these people i mean he, he was that passionate about making that segment work for everybody out there i mean awesome person man. one of the best use code prestige in the item shop by the way if you haven't already uh, we have a couple with tgr that we talked about quite a bit uh, so many good episodes man uh every episode is better than the last i'll put it that way that, that's our goal with everything but yeah that's what wraps things up yeah it was the game awards you got me Zai. it was the game awards i'm like what the hell did i stream there, there was a, a call of duty alpha announcement for Black Ops Cold War they showed some campaign gameplay I was like yo it was from uh, nowhere left to run from the missions called amazing mission I was, I was I was blown away by the gameplay at the end they're like oh yeah by the way for PlayStation only it's gonna piss everybody off PlayStation only your early access to the alpha uh next weekend or some shit I was like yo that was wild man that was something but looking forward uh I think we're in for a god tier marketing campaign for season four Call of 2021 lots to look forward to man I cannot wait uh don't have audio on stream wait what what audio oh for the yeah but that defeats the purpose right (laughs) to be to be live reacting to e3 with no audio i mean that's that's kind of silly right i mean even even sometimes the video will get claimed like the video image from the trailer i think spider-man miles morales got claimed for that i was streaming was it was a game awards or something man i didn't stay to play playstation they were they showed miles morales and i got hit for that for the video not even the audio i'm like what the f jesus christ man the episode Your Mind Was Blown. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, Eric and Cal are bringing up shit that I'm like, I didn't even think about that, man. And funny funny enough, all of the theories they suggested all came true a week later when Outbreak's egg dropped. So they know what they're talking about, man. We, we get educated people on the podcast here, people that know what they're talking about. Um, how, how hyped are you for E3? Um, you know, I pre-ordered the Black Dual Sense <laughs> PS5 controller. So I'm looking forward to maybe some more... PS5 exclusive announcements. I think there are Horizon got announced. I mean, there's some cool shit coming out. Um, I'll be for some COD marketing, but you know, I'm focused so much on COD, I don't really get. I don't, I don't get a lot of time to focus on other games. But hey, I'm looking forward to a WB announcement. Another another the Suicide Squad game from Rocksteady. The new Batman game coming out. I mean, there's a lot of uh, comic related projects dropping, which I'm looking forward to. But yeah, I pre-ordered the Black Dual Sense for I think it was 80 bucks on Amazon. Um, the red one's sold out. You can't pre-order that anymore. But the black one, I think, still should be up. I don't know when they're shipping that. I think next week. So I'll take advantage of that while you guys can. I'm looking forward to this. Um, and yeah, last comment here. Did you save Park? I did. I did. So we get her on the podcast one day. <laughs> Lily Cowles. <laughs> Lily Cowles, man, based. She loves her character too, so that that'd be awesome. Um, I did save Park. I, I think I saved Park. I think I saved her on the second run of my campaign. I actually I killed her on accident in my first run. Second run I went through it. I want a blue dual sense. Blue's my color. You guys know that. So red isn't really my style, unless for zombies videos of course. But blue's really my color. But the black dual sense is the closest to that with some you know blue theme in there. Um, but yeah, that's about wraps things up for episode ten of Bombcast. I will have a video dropping tomorrow. Potentially a gameplay stream on Sunday just to kind of get together with you guys, open lobbies. Since I'll be going out of town on Wednesday, I won't be around next weekend. If the internet wants to work, <laughs> cannot stream gameplay when the internet doesn't work, right? P- podcast is different, audio matters, but with gameplay, I gotta have the video as smooth as possible. So um yeah, should be going live on Sunday. Lots of videos planned for next week, a lot of pre-recorded ones while I'm away. But I will see you guys in the next one. See you guys
1: around. Appreciate all the love. Well, hold on, hold on. One one last thing for everybody thing. for everybody for in it. chat. Um stay blessed, boys. You only got one life, live it to the fullest. If you're feeling quite down right now, just know everything gets better. And uh, yeah, we thank you all for coming out. Remember this: some people are down bad about some
0: serious shit and your issues might be like very minuscule. So be grateful that you got your freedoms. You get to play the other games you want. I mean, people out there are suffering bad right now. So bless the world, hope everybody gets better. Stay positive, stay energetic, provide constructive criticism. If you don't like something I'm doing or somebody else is doing, don't don't, don't harass people. Don't be toxic. Be respectful, but yeah, majority's not being held captive. <laughs> Jonathan, put that in chat. But uh, Quadfather audio will be posted on all major audio platforms. This podcast will be viewable again on my public Bombcast playlist in about an hour or so when it's processed. Yep, we will see you guys in the next one. Love you guys.